Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. Welcome back. It's How We Sees It, episode 119. This time we're doing Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. We're, uh, this is a 2005 uh, Shane Black-directed movie um, starring Rodney, uh, Robert, I don't know why I keep calling him Rodney. Or DJ. Uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I keep saying, I, I don't know, I, I think it was because I was going with uh, Back to School, kept messing with me, so uh, <laughs> I was going with that. Uh, it was also got Val Kilmer and Michelle uh, Monahue. Monahue? Monahue. Monahan. I think I is how you say it. I yeah. It, so. Yes. Okay. Uh, this was. Uh, we're back with uh, the spouses again. This is our uh, second time doing this. Uh, we normally have our our main crew uh, that we do the MCU with, and this time they're bringing their spouses along, and they're picking the episode. <laughs> so uh, this one was uh, Cindy, who is the wife of my excellent uh, co-host Steve. <laughs> say hi, Steve. Hello, everyone. I'm getting a kick out of all this uh, landscaping of, of uh, we're watching more more screens this time because we've got spouses and, and yeah, couples and, and stuff. And uh, we had some technical issues. But I will say no technical issues compared to the last time we had our spouses episode. Because <laughs> yes. I had to re-record the whole first five minutes of the podcast because Cindy and I were getting a huge echo. And um, so finally she left the podcast and I uh, and, and I again had to re-record everything. Uh, everything that I said and that's that's kind of odd to do but apparently it turned out okay nobody noticed hopefully and uh, <laughs> technically I think we're in business now so awesome well since she's right next to you why don't you introduce your wife I introduced her last time so I'm gonna let her introduce herself this time oh. mm -hmm. hi I'm Cindy <laughs> I'm, I'm Steve's other half that's right. Better half. Better half. <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, she doesn't, have any, she doesn't have any E's in her name. <laughs> but she's got like three Y's. It's all good. Yeah. Well, you could. Like I, have an e. I sound like you I could. have an E at the end. <laughs> yeah. You could switch the Y to E's, right? Yeah, this yeah, is America. E's. You can do whatever you want with your name, right? Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Uh, also with us is Nina. Uh, and her husband. Uh, I'll let you introduce him, Dina. Hi. Uh, hi this is this is my husband Andrew hi joining there. us today. Self-avowed nerd. <laughs> yes, we all pretty much are on this for yeah, for the most. Are they yeah, at least the main, the main the main of yep. us? I don't, I won't call uh, Cindy or Alyssa nerds because they will they won't like that. Uh, I'm a redneck uh, nerd. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we'll keep well, people take nerds as a different <laughs> yeah. People take the nerd thing as a as a different meaning. So, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I'm here, Noah, as always, and w with with us is my wife, Alyssa. Uh, we'll see. Do the technical difficulties go away? Can she say hi? Hello. Yes. Hey. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah, we're we're all back. This is our spouse. Uh, Cindy picked this one. This is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So I'm gonna let her tell us why she picked that. Actually, I'm here too. Don't worry about oh, it. Though. My I'm wife sorry, didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, Bo. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, Kelly's not there. I don't need to say throw it to him. But yes, Bo is yes. with us, minus Kelly. So we're only getting really like 40% of that tep power yes. duo. A max 40%. <laughs> awesome. All right, Cindy, tell us about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Why did you pick um, this movie? I 
picked Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because it's my favorite movie. Um, probably because it's entirely inappropriate at every turn. It's it's just every five seconds I'm laughing at something either because it's hilarious or it's inappropriate and I'm just, you know that shocked laugh you get when something surprises you and you're like, oh my God, did they really just say that? And like yes. every, the entire movie, I was just laughing and crying so hard. While I was laughing. I had to it see was... it a second time just to hear what was being said in the movie because <laughs> I was enjoying her laughing the whole first time. And it's like, well. And it's every single, no matter how many times I've seen it, every single time I laugh at the exact same places because it's just hilarious. That's really cool. Um, and uh, I want to get into this, but before we get to that, here on How We Seize It, we uh, like to pair drinks or uh, cocktails or something to to sip on while we're talking about these movies and shows. And uh, this week, I'm, we, we've got some good ones, I'm sure. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it to our, our choosers. Uh, so that's Cindy and Steve. Why don't you go ahead and let us know what you got? Sure. Um, so uh, I was racking my brain for a little bit, but um, I kept... Uh, Eyeing in on the, the cast, Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Val Kilmer, also known as Batman, but I didn't go that direction. He, in, instead, I went with uh, with Top Gun and his portrayal of Iceman. And then uh, <laughs> we also have uh, Robert Downey Jr. who does Iron Man. So I, I thought that sounded like oh, a cool okay. cocktail. Iron, nice. Iron and Ice. At, at the same time... Um, um, one of the things I read was that this is this is during uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s recovery period after he was recovering from drugs and yes. alcohol. And I guess during the entire movie, Val Kilmer, as a show of support, didn't drink the entire didn't drink during the entire making of this movie. I thought that was pretty cool. My wife doesn't drink doesn't drink alcohol, so I thought, well, let, let me go uh, let me go non-alcohol. So I thought iron and ice. I decided to investigate um, iron-based drinks with lots of iron in them, and then turn them into a smoothie by adting ice. And so oh. I explored some oh. some smoothie drinks that had iron high in iron, and uh, you add ice for smoothie and. Um, so uh, I chose two. One of them's a kiwi and spinach and apple and banana and flaxseed meal and lime juice with coconut milk blended together. That's my green one, my green iron and ice. Cindy's wow. a little bit more up her alley. It's got some dark chocolate and uh, <laughs> banana and coconut milk and almonds. And uh, not bad. Feeling a little bit on the healthy side and... Um, and uh, missing missing that that uh, nice burn that goes down the throat when, with a cocktail, but hey, but hey, I'm supporting supporting uh, Robert Downey Jr. in his recovery. So cheers. Nice. <laughs> yep. Cheers. Cheers. Going That's healthy with pinky out. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Uh, I'll I'll throw it now to Nina and Andrew and see what they got. Um, Andrew actually came up with this one. Um, it's called a kiss bang cocktail. Um, it's based on a French kiss, which is Prosecco and Chambord, except instead of Chambord, we used um, Bang, Ragin' Raspberry uh, energy drink. Oh, nice. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll be awake through this. Yeah, so this will keep us awake. And uh, you're, it's supposed to be garnished with raspberries, but they were way too expensive, so maraschino cherries it was. But um, it's not bad. 
<laughs> nice. You know, it's Sweet. funny. I thought about that on like literally about an hour before I got home. Uh, I was like, oh, I could have went with the Bang Energy Drink and you know just get two of those different flavors and do that. And then I was like, oh, but then I'd have to find something for the Kiss Kiss. But so I'm glad you guys caught that. That's uh, that's pretty yep. cool. Well, there are two of us here, so there you go. Bang Bang. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good. Good deal. All right, Bo, what do you got? Well, I went uh, two drinks. The first one uh, I did was called a a buttery finger. Uh, I'm sure that's uh, somebody else. Some other people tried with the uh, the the finger theme on the cocktail. I found a lot of toe, found a lot of toe uh, uh, things, but not a lot of fingers. But uh, I didn't even think of that at all. But yeah, that's funny. That's yeah, good. so buttery finger. It's actually could be a leader for the best cocktail I've ever had on this show not ever but best cocktail i've had on the show it's equal parts of uh butter shots vodka baileys and kalua just over ice nice so, that sounds yeah, delicious it's really really good um these would go down it's like white russian-esque yes. like it would just go down way too easy and you could just like till you pass out pound them um <laughs> the other one i had it's actually noah it's one of the beers that you got me. It's the Southpaw. Oh, okay, cool. It's the Southpaw one from Henhouse. Nice. And the reason I picked that one, um, it's eight percent uh, alcohol content. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's so, a good call. Yeah. So I went. I, I was like, what can I do? That's eight percent. I have to have a beer. I had to go through all my beers. It was the only one that was eight percent. That's hilarious. I, that's funny. I mean, I'm not going to say your math is wrong or Hinhouse's math is wrong, but uh, that's that's pretty decent. Uh, well, I'm, I was going to ask my wife to talk about hers, but she uh, her video went blank and her she went mute, so I don't know what's happening. We may have lost her for a minute. I will figure that out. Uh, uh, before we get to that, I, we actually watched this movie last Friday, and you were talking about uh, White Russians. And uh, so we do like a blended version of that, but we, we swap out the Kahlua for uh, butter shots. And so oh, we nice. get a, uh, okay. a butterscotch type milkshake with, with a, a healthy kick in it. And nice. uh, so we watched it on Friday with a couple pictures of those. And uh, it definitely helped uh, laugh uh, at the movie. I don't know. I don't know if I needed it, but it definitely helped it out. So, oh, she's back. Let's see. Are you ready to talk about your drink, Alyssa? Yeah, I am. It's um, I have uh, the double of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So we got watermelon, uh, frozen chunks that have been in our freezer forever. So we got to use those. Uh, we got grated ginger, tequila, two ounces of tequila, um, two and a half ounces of cranberry, and topped with ginger beer. Nice. Okay. Sounds delicious. Yeah, that was one I f we found on the internet just called a Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and uh, we had all the ingredients. Luckily, uh, my daughter had cut up some watermelon and froze it, so we had that in the freezer, so it wasn't going to be too expensive to get that. Uh, happened to have uh, ginger also in the freezer, so I was able to pull out an inch of that and grate that into it. This is probably the most work I've put into a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, And then, yeah, it, it just a two ounce of tequila. It, it, I, I tasted it. It kind of reminded me. It, it seemed like a kind of a watermelon ginger uh margarita in a way so yep <laughs> We're, we got people popping in and popping out all over it's it's gonna be yeah. one of those kind of fun podcasts so uh <laughs> but a fun it was a it's a it was a 
interesting drink to make. I uh, I knew she would like it because it has uh, the ginger beer on it. That's that's been one of our staples. Uh, so pretty news that kiss kiss bang bang that we just copied off the internet. So <laughs> nice. Found it. <laughs> oh yeah, you found it. I I yeah, you found it. I didn't say I found it. I just had to figure out if I could make it. That's that's my job. Um, so I was just trying to rack my brain figuring out there was there were so many possibilities with this one going with the kiss kiss bang bang theme or kissing banging whatever themes um, <laughs> so i i uh was going through it and then i started thinking i'm like oh you know what i'm gonna see if i can find a gay perry cocktail <laughs> and i did and nice. i was pleasantly surprised because i was like who do i really like in this what who's the character that to me was the best one like what if i had to see another movie with uh with with the characters from here i want to see more gay perry because he 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 killed it i thought he was great val kilmer was awesome in this so i found this and it's an interesting i had i had some of the ingredients didn't have to but so i stopped at our our favorite uh, uh <laughs> store uh bottle barn and i even talked to the guy i was like because it was um 99 black cherry was what was called out and they didn't have it so i'm like okay what is this and what can i replace it with so we looked around and i found it's it's just a uh a, a schnapps and it's got a weird name it doesn't but it has pictures of cherries so it's supposed to be cherry schnapps <laughs> um along with two ounces of uh, a honey whiskey which we have always around because that's that's one of Alyssa's favorites the barn um, no no it's just uh the jim bean of uh honey whiskey mm. It's great for making Irish mules with. Oh, gotcha, so, gotcha. So good. Okay. Uh, it called for club soda, which I thought I had, but I didn't. I had a, a tonic water, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of going with a tart cherry thing. I'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I, we'll see. I haven't tasted uh. it yet. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, uh, yeah. And then it, it had uh, two dash, or two dashes of bitters. So I put that all together. It has a pretty pretty look to it. It's not, it's kind of nothing special, but it's it's you know neat. So we'll we'll see what it tastes like. Drum roll. It's not horrible. <laughs> it's not it's not like, oh my god, give me another one, but it's not horrible. I think the, the honey whiskey really carries it. Uh the the whatever I can't even I, I'm trying to remember the name of the the drink part of it. Uh let's see if I can I'll spell it out and Bo can say it because uh I'll screw it up. <laughs> it is <clears throat> what was that? The keto friendly? Huh. I'll talk about that in a second. It is K K I R S C H W A S S E R. Never. Kirschwasser. Yes. Sure. That's it. And it's, well done. And it's, a, and it's a cherry kind of schnapps. So okay. uh, nice. I was gonna say uh, it, it literally means cherry water. So okay. So yeah, I, I had no idea. I'm like, well, it's got pictures of cherries. The guy said it tastes like cherry, and on the back of it had a a, a recipe for a cherry libra. So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll give that a shot. Is um, this is I this guess... named Gay Gay Perry or Gay Perry? I mean, is it Gay on... Perry? So it's based it is... off the, the 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 movie Kiss Kiss. Yes, Bang it Bang. even has a, it even has a story that goes with the drink of why they liked it and how he was kind of kind of macho and and tough and, and it just so it had a little bit of this but it also had a a a, a specialness to it and, and so <laughs> it was just I, I thought it was awesome and I, I don't want to get too deep into it but yes I was challenged to come up with keto friendly cocktails and so that's where I spent most of my time uh, this actually would qualify as a keto friendly cocktail 
um, to get that, you basically have to have uh, very low calories, uh, which means you have to cut out all the things I normally have, like simple syrup, uh, any kind of juice, <laughs> you know, anything that really sweetens it. So uh, anything that's just basically uh, the alcohols uh, or are uh, added added to it that have zero uh, calories. So this would be considered keto friendly. Nice. So, Excellent. yeah. So for those of us trying to lose weight and still get hammered, that's that's how we got to go. <laughs> so, which is me kind of in a way. I'm, you know, so. <laughs> nice. All right, now that we got our drinks down, let's get into this uh get into this movie. Uh this was a um a very interesting fun movie, uh especially with the timing because this was was right before, as a matter of fact, a lot of people credit this movie for Robert Downey Jr getting the role of Iron Man and and becoming Iron Man and basically launching the MCU uh, as we know it. Including Robert Downey Jr. He credits this movie. He said yes. so in the Joe Rogan interview I just listened to today from a couple years back. He said, uh, I, he said just I that. heard someone talked about that and I was like, oh, I got to hear him talk to, I, they said it was really good. It's it, really interesting. It was a really good interview. But it was just, uh, you know, he mentioned it just that one line. So I had right. to listen to the whole thing just to find that line. <laughs> but that's Yeah, okay. and then I'll, I also heard that this is one of one of his more favorite, like his movies that he's really attached to and stuff. Well, let like me that. read the quote because he said "Kiss Kiss Bang Bang," which is, I think, in some ways, the best film I've ever done. It wound up being a calling card. It came out and bombed, but John Favreau saw it and said, "This guy can do action movies," and so it wound up being my calling card into the Marvel universe. So he he lays it out. Yeah, it's one of his favorites, and uh, led him to led him to Iron Man, which is great for this group podcasting about this movie uh because yes, that i mean the... it's, it's right in yeah uh, I forgot. yeah that's it... totally why i picked it i i forgot <laughs> <laughs> uh that's hilarious now uh i know well, when it first Go i was ahead. gonna say speaking of iron man there was another clear reference to iron man that i in that the... i noticed in the movie yeah okay that, what was it the retro cop outfit that oh, proto cop the proto cop oh. yeah. looked <laughs> Just like Iron I mean, I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's the Iron Man suit. That's, <laughs> that's an hilarious. early version of the Iron Man suit. <laughs> I thought of it more as uh, uh, Robocop. What was, um, Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I, I saw. I I definitely saw I definitely saw Iron Man with the Protocop outfit. <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah. Uh I, I get it. I get it. Uh that it came out before it was interesting, but it was after Robocop. But I I see where you're coming from. It yeah. it fits. Um, there was another tie-in to that that uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. one of the one of his downfalls in of his al or alcohol and drug time was when uh, he apparently uh, woke up in someone's house wearing yeah. a Wonder Woman uh, outfit. <laughs> so oh. just random, and I, I didn't know about the Wonder Woman outfit until I heard someone else I, I talk about it. Wait, I so, so he's been part. in D.C. as well? I didn't know he was a crossover. <laughs> I don't know if he was actually filmed. Well, he might crossover, be Crossover crossdresser. I, I like that, you know? Yes. <laughs> Most of them are straight anyway. So He's a crossover dresser. That's what it is. Um, so, yeah, that, but this was that was kind of the, the whole uh, robot thing was a, a tie back to him personally in his, in his final, you know, downfall to – comeuppance or whatever you might want to say where he stumbled into the wrong house you know hammered and you know Do you, so are, are you saying that's just a coincidence because uh shane black's pretty you know he's pretty tuned into his scripts and i know johnny knoxville was originally uh cast i, I think this was least. i think this was put in specifically okay 
uh, because of that. Um, I have a feeling there was a lot of it that was done uh, specifically for that stuff. And then, uh, you know, uh, this to me was one of those, uh, when it first started, uh, we we uh, right away get the, the little scene where they're doing the magic show in front of the old house. And it had a, a different look to it right away. It had like a yellowy kind of, I guess that's to represent the past. Yeah. You know, CPA, uh, retro, yeah. 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 But what got us was as um, as they're going through their little thing and, you know, they start cutting into the box and she starts screaming. I literally was like, what the fuck kind of – wait, hold on. They, they can't just kill a kid. Like, I literally thought that's what was going to happen right away. I was like, oh, no. And Alyssa did the same thing because she can't stand this. So she turned away and I was like, oh, if this is that kind of movie, this is not going to be a good one. This is going to be a bad time. But it turned out to, to be great. I mean, the little girl pulled it off great. Like she's yep. – you know, he opens it up and I'm going to be an actress. And then, you know, I don't, I didn't catch hand like in a frame right there. Boom. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I didn't catch that right away. And someone said, and then I started thinking about it. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Cause I mean, the dad was a shit bag, you know? And so they just, they just added onto it, you know, from, from go. Well, this is an interesting screenplay in that, in that all the dialogue is hilarious, but it's pretty much kind of, irrelevant to the to the storyline which is pretty dramatic and you know you it's mm -hmm. murder and and um, molesting and abuse and and you know lots of really dark things that are happening underneath but and yet it just has this 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 hilarious um witty dialogue that goes throughout that is is just an interesting combination with a backdrop well, of hollywood and christmas of course because it's shane black oh yeah yeah <laughs> well I, I i wonder i mean this Robert Downey Jr.'s character in this really reminded me of Tony Stark, just kind yes. of this. And yeah. and a, a lot of people have said a dumb like, a dumb Tony Stark. A dumb Tony Stark, <laughs> yes. But only eight percent Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> but but kind of the same kind of smart mouthed, mm -hmm. you know, sarcastic, smart ass kind of mm -hmm. guy. Yeah, for sure. And and a lot of people have said, you know, that's basically his own his personality like he's playing yeah. himself almost but i mean he he is a comedian i mean he get he's known for for his dramatic roles and everything but he he did do a lot of comedy he was on saturday night live and fired well fired from saturday night live but <laughs> but and but i wonder like how much of this like he we know that he said he improvised a lot of his dialogue in iron man i wonder if he improvised a lot of this dialogue I think too, so. like a lot of the I don't think I don't think I would say he probably didn't because there was so much of his dialogue that was important to be played off with Val Kilmer and for Val Kilmer to be as sharp as he was with some of the stuff he did or as fast as he was with some of the stuff I, I would I would have been very surprised if Robert Downey Jr. was was actually improvising a lot of his stuff. I think his yeah, delivery I, comes across very much like it's it's improvised and that's something that works yeah, so well in Iron Man. Very natural. But uh, Shane Black, you know, his this is his directorial debut, but he'd been around in Hollywood for a long time. He wrote the screenplay. Oh, really? Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 2, Last Boy Scout, uh, Last Action Hero. Um, and yeah. in fact, when Last Boy Scout came out, I remember I was in film school at the time. It was the highest uh, selling screenplay uh, of its time, I think he sold it for like one, one and almost two million dollars. Um, so wow. he was really a hot screenplay writer. But then when he wrote this one, he couldn't sell it. So I, I think he he went back to Joel Silver, who um, 
you know, originally gave him his shot with uh, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> but my point is uh, that, you know, he's really ingrained in his screenplays. And so all that dialogue is very Shane Black. That's that's his style. So they credit him for for really screwing up the selling of screenplays and how it, it's gotten so bad that he gets <laughs> really? credit for because of that sale. Like now it's like people are priced out of being able to sell them where they used to, you know, buy them, I guess, cheaper, but buy more of them, even if they didn't use them, where now it's almost like it's only going to get bought if it's definitely going to get used. And that's and so. Uh, they're saying that he kind of killed the screenwriters, you know, uh, livelihood in a way. Interesting. So, and I heard that oh. on multiple podcasts. So I was like, okay, it's it's got to be true. It's on the internets, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was referencing the same the same article though. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like like when like when uh, like there's vitamin companies, they all like. Actually, their, like no, it, it, websites. <laughs> yeah, it came from uh, Shane Black. There was one that actually had Shane Black on in an interview, and he talked about it specifically because it even hurt him when he came back to try and sell other ones. And there's a name for it. I, I can't remember what they called it, but he was the one that was talking about it the first time I heard it, and then I heard other people talk about it. So maybe they heard him say it, and then, you yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's patting himself on the back as like, hey, look what I did. Uh, but, yeah. He's, I, you know, it's funny, like, I didn't, everybody was talking about, like, oh, my God, he's this great director. And I'm like, I don't really know the name, but, like, I'm not Steve, and I don't dive in, and I know all these people <laughs> for everything they do. And that's why he's my IMD Steve. <laughs> he he uh, actually filmed uh, that, that, that swimming pool scene. I think that was his own house. Is that his house? That he had purchased with, <laughs> oh, some, wow. like, like, the profits from Long Kiss Goodnight screenplay or something like that, I think. I think so. So, yeah, he, he was already well uh well, well, but I mean, you, we talked about him writing, yeah. And you know, Lethal Weapon is a is a huge success as a writer. You know, that's that's he something. Was what, ever, I mean, he won that. I uh, maybe something like uh, that. Yeah. Twenty two. <laughs> I looked. I I looked it up. He he sold that when he was twenty two. Wow. Yeah, but wow. and so yeah. that's a huge one. I mean, they got five five show or movies out of that and a TV series. So I mean, he he hit the uh, you know the ball out of the park on that one. Wait, the other how one. How many that, movies? Uh, they think there's five lethal weapons. Oh, lethal weapons. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Five. Uh, he he also wrote the last Boy Scout, which for a long time was one of my favorite movies. Uh, really? I, it was, yes. <laughs> I, I pretty, don't know what. It's, it's one it's, of those guilty pleasure movies. I exactly. Like it, too. it is. It's one of those. There's just certain things about it. Uh, it. But I didn't realize that that was his. And I was like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but a lot of times they were talking about his. Uh, his duos, like most of his best stuff comes with a, a buddy team, right? You know, in Lethal Weapon, you have the, yeah. the, the two cops, Murdoch. Nice and, guys. Yeah, nice, nice guys. guys. Yeah. I, I'm glad somebody mentioned that one finally. Uh, the Last Boy Scout, yeah, Last Boy yeah, Scout has directed that thing. one too, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, nice guys did that. And then, uh, you know, Iron Man 3 was one, but it, it didn't really have the duo necessarily like you would see, but I mean, you kind of could say it with, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got uh, the little kid that kind of became a, a partner, but then also you get uh, Popper, uh, Pepper Potts, Popper Pets, uh, Popper <laughs> <laughs> Pepper Potts. I know, I don't know, my, my tongue's jumping all over. Uh, he, they kind of duo up a little bit, but it's not the, 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 the male buddy system that he normally is, is writing. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, I have not seen Nice Guys, but I know a lot of people were talking about that. It's, it's, it's worth a watch. It's on, we, after we watched this last night, 
Andrew's like, this really reminds me of Nice Guys. So <laughs> we watched like the first hour or so of that on Hulu afterwards. <laughs> I, I compared it for Kelly to uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. You know, just, Maybe just not quite as violent. I don't think she saw Nice Guys, so it would have been terrible to give her that reference, and then I'd have to watch Nice Guys and then this to <laughs> let her know, just so she could get the reference. But yeah, no. it's I'm looking at. I always do this during the movie, but I'm going down the rabbit hole of uh, of uh, Savage Shane Black. Sorry, not Savage. I'm going down Shane Black's like IMDb page. Yes, I was yeah, just there. Have you gotten to the Predator? That that was not his best yeah. moment. Yeah. No. <laughs> well. It made I a lot of money, they but made a remake of that. <laughs> but um, I'm looking at it. He was he was he's an actor in 16 movies, one of which was The Hunt for Red October. He did some um, screen. He he worked on the uncredited, for that yeah. Too. I think he actually did some tweaking of the screenplay. Oh, he was in RoboCop three. <laughs> I see. I, I, maybe that's that, how he brought the scene for for when uh, the robo it, robot breaks. You know why? Head. That's why it looks like RoboCop because he just stole the props from that when he left that show. Right. Um, and that's why he had him. They just paint gave him a new paint job. Right. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, it's just interesting to look at look at all this stuff. There were actually. The there's another Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, at least one other Kiss Kiss Bang Bang movie from 2001. I thought there was one that was later too. There's one that's a, that's later. It's um, looks like it's a foreign film. I can't tell what country it's from, and it has very limited a very Japan. limited IMDb page, huh? I saw Japan listed. Oh, it's Japan. Okay, yeah. Um, the 2001 version has a pretty good cast, actually. It's got Stellan Skarsgård, Chris Penn, Paul Bettany in it. It's a totally different story, but I was like, this doesn't sound like too bad of a movie either. We could do like, <laughs> we could, I, I could have watched this Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and been just as happy as uh, maybe watching just a little different kind of movie. You guys are talking about it. You're like, Val Kilmer? Robert yeah. Downey Jr., what freaking movie did you guys watch? That's what, that's what I'm saying. You watched that one. We all watched the other one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's went through um, a bunch of titles, too. I think it was originally uh, you'll, you'll Never Die in This Town Again, which actually turned out to be the title they put on a book that uh, that uh, Harmony was was reading when she at yeah, the beginning Johnny, of the party. Johnny Gossamer but book. The, yeah, but then LAPI was uh, w was the working title. Then it got moved. Then it got changed to Bang, and it was Val Kilmer that said, "Well, why don't you kind of uh, make it a little bit more, um, you know, detective like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang?" And so yeah, lurid. Yeah, and then there's kind of that almost rom com element with Harry and Harmony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very much so. And we also like, you know, the, the, the detective books were a very big part of the backstory, right? With, with Harmony and, and just sure. everything that goes on. And the story plays out like it is reading from one of those books. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, and, and I really thought, to me, I thought that was a, such a good, cool touch to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it was one of the, my favorite parts of it because I liked, I liked the, you know the the goofiness of it that you get in those those dime store novel type you know detective books where you yep. know it's like so ridiculous and you know and and that's you know we get the two different characters in Harry and and Gay Perry and how they play off each other and how they're very much stereotypes but not stereotypes in a way yeah you know and i i just thought they did a great job and then yeah we get we get um harmony in there 
Uh, and you know who did who didn't see it be coming that that was going to be his you know high school or or uh, boyhood crush and you know yeah. and and then you know they even throw they even throw wrinkles in that as it, throughout the thing as we go and stuff. It, it's so fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know what was wrong with Harry. I'd be like, well, okay, whatever. That's the past. I mean, you lied yeah. to me, but hey, we're here. I mean, um, way past. I'll, I'll say this, you guys. You compared it to, uh, shoot, you just compared it to another movie, and I'm drawing a blank on what you just said. It was like, but uh, oh, rom com. I, I actually, when you said that, it, it, my, the immediate thought that came into my head was, um, moonlighting, a little bit like moonlighting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, it it kind of so, had like the whole detective thing with like the yeah. voiceover narration, yeah. and I mean, it kind of hit. But but I I liked that it was it was really like very self aware. Like well, and at one point, okay, it's they, it's a lame narrator, but you're stuck with me, you know. <laughs> right. At one point, though, they were talking about it like like oh well, the end of this was kind of boring compared to how one of these books would have normally ended. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it continues on, and it gets more exciting, and has a, an ending more like that we yep. have in the book. So that's very self-referential that was, in that way. Yeah. yeah, it was funny how they called yeah. it out. You yeah, know, like they break cool. the fourth wall a couple times in in little things like that, which is kind of neat. Yeah, um, really clever. So uh, this was partially based on a novel called Bodies uh, Are Where You Find Them. And uh, so it was interesting. There's that scene where um, the pink hair girl gets shot mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, he's under the under the bed and then comes out. And there, I mean, it's very traumatic scene in a way, too. Like she's dying, looking at him about to speak. And he he just does the one finger on her lip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's, it's like, oh, man. Uh, but then he comes up and, you know, he gets the gun and shoots that guy. So apparently that scene is literally right out of the book, like almost word for word, action for action. Um, on one of the podcasts I listened to, they, they actually read it. And it's like it's done so well in the book and then done so well in the movie. It's like, oh, man, they, they just tipped that, it off perfect. And that's a great scene. too. That's a scene where, yeah. where Robert John Jr. shows off his dramatic chops, too, when he's talking to gay Perry on the phone saying I just killed a guy and he's you know while he's watching the dog with his finger eat his finger <laughs> <laughs> so so it's kind yeah. of it's got lots of different elements going on the comedy and, and then that really heavy moment of, of watching yeah. someone die in front of you and then killing someone why the hell would you answer the phone when the dog's about to eat your finger like it's in the script <laughs> we, we've right. already seen he's not very smart right <laughs> yeah right um, well there's a yeah there's a there's 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 a few things. I mean, we're not to that part of the podcast. Noah's favorite part, where we pick apart the, the what's, oh, what's real yeah. and what's not real in the, in the podcast in the movie. But like yes. for me, for me, it's like um, who turns? I mean, of the guys on this podcast, who turns their whole body when they pee? Like, you, you look to your left and you're peeing. Who turns their whole body? Well, okay, let, let me get into this a little bit. So it depends on how uh, how hurt my neck is, right? Okay. Like if my neck is really stiff and achy, I can't I have to I can't just look over my shoulder. I got to kind of turn my body. Now the one thing I I can say for it is there's no cutting that flow. Like there's not just like you don't just stop in the middle of that. So well, I've never seen a dead body in my shower. Maybe there is, but. Um... <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's it's still I. 
He, he just I, immediately turns a full 90 degrees. Like, well, I mean, like, nobody like, does that. That might be the shock factor. Like, you forget you're peeing, and it just all of a sudden it's like, what the hell is yeah, this? And, and everything else falls out. I thought it was a hilarious scene. and I Oh, understood. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I thought it was funny that he thought they would, could get DNA evidence out of your pee, which I, I don't know. I didn't look that up, but, I mean, they're – Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I just it it added such a great moment to it, and I thought he played it really well because I could see, you know, the kind of the only thing I I, I would have thought would have been a little bit funnier and a, is like have him kind of put his hands up in shock and then just have everything go a little wild. I thought that would <laughs> right, you know, uh, kind of like a little me myself and Irene uh, uh, moment there where right, right. you know you just lose control and fire hose everything. <laughs> so, uh, but that, that's, I, I thought it was a funny and, but yeah, I get it. And there was other people that talked about that scene specifically as like, Oh, why would you get, and specifically, <laughs> why would you turn your whole body? And, you know, you don't know, he, he might be stiff. He had a rough night. He had a, you know, <laughs> might've been over his shoulder a little bit and he couldn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so who was the, the robot that appeared in her room or uh, her Apartment, whatever. Who was it that? Was, Does anybody? It was, it was Proto Cop. Proto Cop. It was the the actor. So the guy that played Proto Cop kept the Proto Cop outfit. I guess he walked around in it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he ended up getting drunk and breaking into her house. Right. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. the catalyst for getting her to the party because right. she she witnesses it and then she does a little on camera interview that gets on the news and she does her whole Hollywood cute thing and the producer sees it and says get her to a party you know so it was really yeah. just kind of this crazy way of getting her to a party he He's really like, was not yeah. <laughs> tied to he wasn't the, it. yeah <laughs> to the detective story at all <laughs> I, and the one it said Wonder Girl on her bat did that come well, that's, that's like in the natural where that's from the, the natural. natural. I've noticed yeah. that exactly. Wonder Boy. <laughs> instead of Wonder Boy, it's Wonder Girl. That was yeah, that was great. Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't catch that. That's funny. <laughs> I, there, well, I mean, there's a lot of little. I was only able to. I watched it twice because we rented it on uh, Amazon Prime. I might um, buy yeah. it. I might. I might suck it up and I, pay the thirteen or fourteen bucks. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a. It's a. Might buy it cheap off of Amazon. Get a. Get a cheap Blu-ray. Maybe a used Blu-ray. I don't know. You. It sounds I like was, you guys had an issue with your. Uh, used, we. Uh, uh, I bought it. I bought it used on eBay, which I bought from this guy like. I don't know twenty twenty five times, all different movies because. Um, if you remember last summer, we were staying at a hotel for about two months because they right. were doing work on our house, and trying to entertain our daughter was a challenge. So I thought I started ordering DVDs of movies that I thought she would like that we had seen. So I've ordered from this guy a ton of times and it's like, it's free shipping and the DVDs are about four bucks. So I'm like, what it cost me to rent on Amazon, I can buy the DVD and have it. Yes. But, <laughs> but we got, we got to the part Right, actually, right where he's putting his his finger in the dog bowl, <laughs> and the whole thing fritzed out. Oh, that sucks. And so, here's here's a funny thing though, because I so I texted <laughs> Bo and I'm like, oh, this is killing me. I'm like, where is it? I have to I have to rent it. And he's like, oh, I rented it. Just use my password. And I went on and. He he! It had been, it was paused at the exact same point. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, like within seconds, and I was like, 
no way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he cued it up awesome. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very weird. That's but, awesome. Um, I'll tell you, it's funny, Cindy, when you were saying that you were like laughing out loud and screaming at this movie, <laughs> I woke we, I woke up our daughter <laughs> when when she slammed the door and cut his finger off. Uh, <laughs> and, don't do it again. And she's she, sleeping now. No, 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 I won't. But and, and she's like, "Did I cut your finger off?" And he goes, mm-hmm. "And then they show it." And I went, "No." And Claire comes down the steps and she's like, "Are you okay, Mom?" And I'm like, "I'm fine, baby. I'm sorry. Go back to." Bed. <laughs> So we had a, a, a very interesting uh, incident happen the day after we watched this that's very similar. Uh, we got to our, our uh, martial arts school and uh, Alyssa had gone through the door first and stopped to turn around and take her shoes off as I was coming through. And as the door closed, her hand was right there and just oh, no. with your finger. Luckily, we stopped it in time before it did any major, major damage. But Ooh. yeah, both of us, like after after the initial shock of uh, and pain and all that, when we really sat back and thought about it, it was like, oh, was uh, <laughs> yeah. She's, Do a close uh, up of which finger that is for. Yeah, she's, she's showing them. Yeah, it's it's that happy finger you give those guys that don't Ooh. drive right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was it oh, like if wow. if we would have caught that door pretty quick, it could have been that same situation. And it was like, oh wait, maybe we shouldn't watch these crazy movies like this. <laughs> yeah, right. Things that keep happening. And so, but no, it, it was. Uh, I have issues, and as Bo said, and I'll, I'll hold that for a little later. But uh, of of the finger coming off cleanly like that, no, and, it was and a nice so, clean break. Yeah, and, and doors don't do that. It, it crushes and things unless like that. Unless you're in the other side, unless you're in the hinge side, maybe. But he wasn't on the hinge side. He was I know, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you now. It was funny because okay. we, you know, you know, I, I had, I'll, I'll let it go because of all the good <laughs> finger jokes. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, we've watched it so many times over the years that this time we were watching it and they had the initial interactions where he was at her door and... Mm-hmm. And she slams and, the door just the same. And she slams the door and we were both like, wait a minute, I thought his finger got cut off. Yeah, we, what, what happened? We thought maybe, we, we maybe they remember. recut the film or something like they took yeah. it out because there were enough people complaining about the fact that it wouldn't be a clean cut so they had to remove even, it. You know? Even though it's the same DVD we've been watching for years but it was both of us were That's just like, funny. huh. No, it I wasn't because we don't have a DVD player on our... So oh. we actually did do a, a rental so we could oh, watch it on, right. our, on our screen. Oh, was it a, was it a different... So you're saying it was a different scene, though? Or no, what, yeah, they tr- an earlier scene when he's over at her yeah, 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 yeah. at her house and she slams the door. Because she slams well, that's the first, twice. Yeah, I yeah know, but we were first... just expecting it at that time. Yes. <laughs> so the first one is when he goes over there after he wakes up with the 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 rude friend from earlier that night, you know, and and is upset oh, with Mar-Lia. himself. Oh, Marlia, Marlia, yeah. Yeah, what, was, what, first he called her ugly, and then he said homely. Uh, what was it? <laughs> I was watching. I was like, really? Yeah, on the and DVD. Next door. Shane Black does a commentary along with uh, Val Kilmer and, and Robert Downey Jr. But uh, they said uh, when when she came on screen, Shane Black kind of apologized. He says she's she's really a a, a very pretty woman, a wonderful woman. But but we kind of uglied her up for the for the scene. I guess Cindy made a comment that they kind of made her more like trailer trash or something like that. But I thought that was they, interesting. Really? Yeah. I missed Sorry. that. Who was that? Did they did that too? Sorry. Marlia, the yep. one that he ends up sleeping with instead of. Uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. And I'm being ambiguous I, I, when I say sleeping with because that was never confirmed on whether they actually. Well, he does, he does not remember, but she seemed to think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
They were in the same um, <laughs> Speaking right. of yeah, speaking of other characters, real quick, one of my favorite actresses, not favorite, from a more of a uh, looks perspective than a um, than an acting perspective. But the pink-haired girl, does anybody know who that is? I do. No, I don't. Did, was... did you look it up or did you know? No, I I knew her because. Oh. They've been trying to get her at the convention that we do every year. Oh, like, really? For like three years, yep. and and she always, like, gets work at the last minute. But Hope Springs Eternal. But it's Shannon Sossman. She was the princess in A Knight's Tale. Yep. Oh. Yep. And she and the thing. And, yep. And and oh, and sure. she pops up. And 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 uh, forty days and forty nights. I haven't seen that one, but she pop she pops up on stuff from time to time. Like every so often, like I know her name now. Yeah. And so like every so often she'll pop up on something. I'll be, oh, there she is again. That's another yep. Batman connection. I was surprised how many Batman yep. connections I had from this movie. Because that's, that's of course, Knight's Tale with uh, Heath Ledger, who was in Batman. Heath Ledger, so yeah. 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 But then, Batman and Joker. Yeah, we had Val Kilmer. Uh, I, we, Noah and I just watched the Batman with Alyssa uh, a, few, a few nights ago. So it's been... T- going through my my head and of course this one has val kilmer and he was in the val kilmer riddler batman back in the day um oh yes and, and uh robert downey jr was in gothica i guess that was the movie right before this one which was also <laughs> oh, he was in gothica with, i didn't yeah, know that with halle berry yeah. right halle berry who played yeah. catwoman in uh yep. and storm and storm okay and yep storm. yep yeah. but i'm going with the batman references so um so you guys brought you up gotta yeah. stick in marvel you gotta stick in the marvel universe steve sorry <laughs> so since, since i have my imdb up i wanted to really quickly see where you, what you guys were talking about with uh, shannon and uh, i found her biggest her biggest thing for me she's in the beastie boys fight for your right to party oh. video <laughs> so i'll have to watch I, it again I'm, I, right I there that. i was like that's that's it right there she she wins my heart <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she's, I just thought she's that was really, she's really beautiful. She's she is, a very, right. very pretty girl. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the the few times we see her in there, she does it. She does a really good job. I mean, she's not a, a big, big part, but she is a big part of the story. But you, she doesn't mm-hmm. get a lot of lines and everything. But really cool. Um, yeah, there's there's some great you know scenes in this but i mean it's really it comes down to robert downey jr as harry lockhart and val kilmer is is gay perry and their their interactions and their 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 duo and their their sarcasm to each other and and this is where um i found interesting that like some of the podcasts i listened to were very recent you know in the last year or two and and they're they're hammering on this like i this would never fly today the, you know the you know very calling it very homophobic and stuff like that and i was like i think we saw different movies because i yeah. you know i yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, this, I, was, I can... this was the first action i think they said this is the first openly gay action hero in a in a movie <laughs> uh with and, uh, and he didn't overplay it at all no. no right i mean he he wasn't swishing around he he just happened to be gay so what you know mm-hmm. well and then so their their biggest concern was is that first his name was gay perry and they brought it up multiple multiple times and stuff like that and and so they were you know they're like oh that just you know they had to keep telling you he's gay and it's like no what they were doing is what best friends kind of do and you fucking jab at each other all the time and it was the quips back and forth and and uh perry himself val kilmer's character was kind of the the instigator on some of them he Mm -hmm. brought him up in his own and and it's like he knew 
it was almost like he was reclaiming it. You know what I mean? It was kind of like he was, he's like, yeah, they call me Gay Perry and I'm going to own it and, and not let it be a joke and let it be, you know, and I mean, he had a lot of fun with it and it was, it was really cool the way they did that. I thought it was, it was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Homophobes never check that, you know, when he shoots the guy with his, his little dick gun. Yeah. Homophobes <laughs> never, never check there, you know, it's hilarious. Yeah. I, I didn't know Derringer's had five shots in them. <laughs> so, okay. Let, let's get in this real quick. Cause uh, well, that on, was... real quick. I want to, I, I had to drop off for a second. You guys might have talked about this, but. I thought I thought that the answers, the way Robert Downey Jr. Sorry, the way Val Kilmer answered Robert Downey Jr.'s questions through the whole thing were just classic. Oh, for <laughs> just sure. like he's like it's a monkey, it's a talking monkey that only says spikes. <laughs> like I was like it's just so insane, but it's hilarious. Like things like right. that. So anyway, I might have just repeated what you guys just said. No, but... we didn't say anything okay. about the talking monkey. All right, uh, <laughs> but the Derringer. So talking about the Derringer, he did call it a Derringer. Uh, I found a new website that someone brought up, and it was uh, one of their favorite websites, and it's called IMFDB, and it's Internet I've, Movie I've seen... Firearms Database. And I went, I've... what? Wow. <laughs> this is, this have, is your database, have, too, then, right? I have, visit, <laughs> yeah. I have visited that website. I, awesome. I had to because I was I'm I visiting was, it right now. <laughs> well, this is the after after we did uh, the Winter Soldier or Captain okay. America, the Winter Soldier. And I'm like, geez, how many guns is he carrying? And <laughs> all of them, they, they I exactly. looked it up and they, they list every single one. <laughs> so that was what was cool. So he misspoke. That was not a Derringer. It actually was a different type of weapon because immediately I was like, most Derringer is only two shot. I did yeah. find a four shot Der Derringer revolver on the internet before I found this, this website. And I was like, okay, he only fired four times because that was what I did. I counted right away. I was like, wait a minute. Something's, something's not right here. Uh, but they did bring it up, and it is it is a five-shot, actually. So he still had one more bullet in that that gun. Uh, but it yeah, I can't remember the name of it directly, but it's not a Derringer. Yeah. But it's just it was there was that one and there was uh, the one other that the Robert Downey Jr. at the end when he is hanging from the girl's arm out of the casket, which I have a huge problem with. Uh, <laughs> first, that, he, that's the porcupine you can't swallow. <laughs> then he, grip strength. Grip okay, strength. Okay, well, well, hold on. Let me let me finish because then he catches the gun left-handed. Yeah. He's not shot left-handed through the whole rest of the movie. Right. With only three and a half fingers and then fires very accurately right okay first off i don't Luck. believe he it was he's just the Adrenaline. luckiest m effort he's just lucky yeah you know, that gun would have flown they, like they do show him on the cover holding his gun with his left hand so maybe that was a foreshadow yeah, but all the other all the, nope all the other shots in the that he took were right-handed i maybe he's ambidextrous yeah there you go <laughs> anyways the kick he's from a, that gun he's a, he's a magician he's really good with his hand the firing right. of that gun would well, not have worked <laughs> Wait, what did you say? He's a magician. He's a magician. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's really good with his he hands. He's close on magic. Was he Harold the yeah. Great? Yeah. Harold the Great. Anyways, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that with a bandaged hand like he had, only being able to hold that with his uh, uh, index finger, uh, with his, because his his uh, finger, his uh, pointer finger would have had to been on the trigger, he would not have been able to hold that gun. It would have flown out of his hands. The kickback would have been too much. Just and saying. At, at, po at what point in the movie did you think it was taking itself seriously? 
I just, it's one of those ones I was kind of like. Don't think every movie needs to be factually correct or it's a failure. <laughs> no, I, I mean, just, I can't believe we're doing the Marvel movies. Especially I can't believe we're doing the Marvel movies, quite frankly. I mean, that's the thing. It's like yeah, they're all based in, in, a, in a fantasy universe. Yeah. Yet and, Noah, and everything and is like, Noah... nobody can fly. People can't fly. <laughs> they can if they're gods. <laughs> and, and no, and Not anymore. Really, he really, really. <laughs> He really like gets very granular about anything to do with guns. Like, <laughs> I, I just well, wanted to warn us this was coming. Well, you guys were all checking your gun sites. You guys were all checking your gun sites. I was checking the parent guide. Yeah. And <laughs> I got a list of, you know how Val Kilmer says, sorry, all you people in the Midwest, sorry we said yes. fuck so much. Can can that I list? Hilarious. Can I can I read the list of all the bad words? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it says 66 uses of the word fuck, one use wow. of cunt, 33 uses of shit, eight uses of ass, seven of those paired with whole. Ah, <laughs> ten, paired ten, with, nice. 10 uses of bitch, six accompanied by son of a, two uses of faggot, <laughs> one pussy, one cocksucker, 39 uses of God, 10 uses of Jesus, and four uses of Christ. Nine uses of hell and five uses of goddamn. <laughs> I was like, oh. So yeah, wow. you've got your firearms website. Wow. We've got our uh, parenting. Uh, <laughs> that is That's a good one. They listed every good. single nudity scene, and they listed oh, yeah. it in context with with time. So like, a nipple was shown for thirty seconds in a non-sexual way at this point in the movie. That's why Mr. Skin is on my top five uh, well, website. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, isn't that like someone's point of view on whether it's non-sexual or not? You can't really trust a parent's guide. Well, yeah, I, I know what I know. Them, right. <laughs> I can't define I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> 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 nice. Wait, my question is though: Is this is a site? So, like, if I go on there and pick a film, I can find all the. I just so I did have, it. So I, I don't have to go. It. The parents one. So I don't have to go. Oh, sorry. All of, all of the extra <laughs> like story and stuff just to get to the nipple shot. That I mean that. I, my fast forward button would be crazy. Well, that's Mr. Skin, like uh, like uh, Bo was talking about. Yeah. So no, I nipslip.org. <laughs> 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 Hey, can, awesome. can we talk about the names? Look, I, I just, I wrote the name. When I was writing down the cast, I thought this was kind of interesting that you got Harmony, Harland, Harry, and Perry. It seemed like they're all har, har, har. And, and then, of course, Harry and Perry are rhymed. It's, it's almost like Shane Black was like, yeah, they all sound alike. Who cares? It's not about the story. It's, it's just more about having a good time. Everyone's going to get confused anyway, so I'm just going to call them. The same. Har, Someone har, brought har. up the fact that he is like the, in a lot of his movies, he has a hard time with names. Like he is not the best name creator. <laughs> it's just what someone brought up. He's like, and I don't remember what their references were, but this is that. I mean, it does kind of go with what you're saying. <laughs> I thought it was funny that the Harry and Perry did rhyme. It is just they were such a good pair, and you know, and and it, it bugged me when a lot of people. And this is you know, uh, Bo probably does a lot of this yelling at podcasts when they can't hear you, uh, when they say <laughs> something that you're like, what the fuck are you thinking? Uh, when they when they were bringing up like this is a homophobic movie, and I'm like, you just aren't getting it. It got so much where I I literally was searching like, okay, I want someone who is an actual homosexual to tell me what they thought of this movie. So I did a search and I found two. 
Both of them loved it. I, I mean, just uh, yeah. Well, I mean, two articles. It's it's. I mean, the search engine probably was like, "What the hell are you asking for?" Because I was like, "Gay people that talk about kiss, kiss, bang, bang." Uh, I got the CIA database now. I hope you weren't oh, looking I this up. Already. You weren't looking this up at work. I hope. <laughs> Yes. Oh no, I did. All, I do all this at work. I mean, I, you know, nip slip at 39 minutes. You know, uh, no. Uh, but uh, I, uh, one of them was like, "This is the best movie ever." They were talking about and and brought it out. He's like, "As a gay man, I want to be." you know gay perry and they're like i don't you know he owned it everything about it was so good and i was like that's that's how i took it is it's like they weren't they weren't being homophobic they they brought up the fact that like robert downey jr's character harry like when uh when they they kissed uh to avoid the cops you know or or, or avoid the detection of the cops you know afterwards he's like oh and wiping his tongue off and stuff like that it's like okay if there's a girl out there that you're, you know, you're not like, oh my God, I want to get in your pants and just, you know, your your friends, and she kisses you, you might do that too. Also, if I, if 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 me and Steve were joking around and all of a sudden he turns around and he kiss me and I'm like, no, 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 and he does it anyways, I might turn around. And I'm like, ah, you know, dog germs, you know, do the whole Snoopy thing, get some iodine. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Or, it, yeah, it, it would have been interesting I, to see the movie take a turn, you know, when they kissed and suddenly he's like, hey, I can get into this, and then the movie completely changes uh, genres, right? I mean, is that what they were hoping for? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. But I, but that's what I mean. Is like. They had this interaction back and forth of really close friends that like to pick on each other about the things that are important to them and, and are, are a big, you know, uh, it, so this, this kind of reminded me of, of a friend I had back in high school who, who was a black guy. And we would just cut on each other all the time racially. Like he, he called me Casper and like, you know, he's like, dude, you know, cover up your legs. I'm trying to fucking sleep here and shit like, you know, just <laughs> things like that all the time. And, you know, back and forth. And I would say some stuff that, you know, like, you know, hey, open your eyes so I can find you and things like that. Just, you know, we would cut each other, but it's, it's friendly stuff. But it's 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 in those where like yeah you if this was to someone you didn't know or or didn't you know like or care about it could be considered you know mean and derogatory or racial or or homophobic but because they they have the relationship they do it's it's kind of like that I'm gonna poke at you because that's that's your 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 fun point and your and he pokes back when I was listening to that Joe Rogan interview with uh, Robert Downey Jr. today uh, they brought up. Uh, a great segment on Tropic Thunder, which of course Robert Downey Jr. plays. Uh, oh, Laz- love that Laz- movie, Lazarus. Oh my God, love like, that movie. It, it was you all. People. It was all what about. Do you mean, you yeah. people? Uh, it was all about whether or not he should be cast under as that role Never if he should take it on retard. and the repercussions <laughs> and 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 uh, Joe Rogan said, so how you know how did how did the black community accept it? And he said, you know, 90 percent of my black friends were good with it, and and he's all in the other ten percent. It's a really interesting. Uh, uh, exchange to listen to but it gets right you're, you're saying you're you're what you're talking about but i i would say it's risky he definitely said it was a risky role to play um oh. and you want to try to get it right academy award nominated you're, like gonna, you're gonna offend some I, people but if you if your heart's in it if your intentions are are just, in the right place just, then I, yeah I, you just never go full retard Right. Yeah. Well, he said he said Ben Ben Stiller took more of the heat for that than, and it kind yeah. of deflected against the heat he got, uh, you know, that he expected to get from his role. I mean, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you this because it's it's funny because it's like, 
Because it's true. Like younger, younger. That's one of the few movies that's hung on. But the thing is, you could sit down with it like a Gen Z kid and say, you know, there were a lot of movies where guys wore blackface not that mm -hmm. long ago. I mean, you know, President of Canada, Soul Man, Soul Man, and, <laughs> and Trading Places, and you know, all well, of them. Kind of. Yeah. Here's no, no, no. But you kind, you kind of, you kind of wince now when you see it. But I think the genius of Tropic Thunder is, is like that is the last blackface performance we'll ever see in film because Robert Downey Jr. pointed out in that performance just how dumb it is. Like this is, <laughs> yeah. it's like well, we're going was, to we're yeah, going he... to we're going to make this character super dumb. We're going to make his his decision to do this super dumb and no one will ever do it again and but it's the man playing the man playing the man <laughs> <laughs> but they were poking more fun they weren't oh my fun gosh black that... people. they were poking fun at actors who immersed themselves yeah. into in their right. art and that was that was to, what they kind of stuck the, with yeah to the point to the point where they're stupid about it that, that was <laughs> method uh, so what? <laughs> one said, of the who, funniest... who did you get your inspiration for the role? He said myself. <laughs> you know, yeah. So... <laughs> one of the funniest things I I heard it just it made me laugh, and it goes back to Tropic Thunder. Is they're like, you know, if they ever wanted to cast a black Iron Man, it could still be Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I I laughed so hard when I heard that. I was like, that's freaking oh, hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he killed it in this, and and it it, it the the. It's set up Iron Man for sure. It is. It is the same character esque. You know, I, it has it has points to it. Yeah, he's a lot smarter. Definitely a little bit more snarkier, but it has that that uh, um, Robert Downey Jr. feel. One of the things that someone pointed out, and it was funny, as I noticed it during the show, and I didn't say anything, but it stuck out in my mind. How many times have you guys seen Robert Downey Jr. sitting cross leg on a counter in a movie? No idea. <laughs> I, I remember from from uh, the Avengers, the last Avengers, when he's like yeah. all, all skinny and you know that he's sitting there with his. He's done it on. in. He's done it in. Uh, someone said, I want to say it's at least eight different films at a minimum right now. He, it's wow. just one of those things, and there's nobody else you can go. Oh yeah, I've seen someone else sitting on a counter cross-legged, but it's like uh, he did it in this one. It's um, where they're in the house with after he got beat up. Um, you know, uh, he's sitting on the counter and it's like, it's, as soon as you look at it, you're like, that's a fucking, that's a signature move right there. <laughs> um, yeah, he probably did it. What's that? The Molly Ringwald move too. Yes. I think that's where he stole it. He got it in uh, pretty in pink when he was one of the, the punks that wanted to buy her panties. <laughs> Or, or no, uh, the, uh, well, weird. Could have done it. Oh, weird it, it, was, it was weird science. Yeah. yeah he was yeah, in yeah. weird science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he wasn't. Yeah, in weird science. He was. Uh, and the panty that 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 wasn't uh, pretty in pink. That was uh, yeah. that was uh, sixteen candles. Sixteen candles. Sixteen candles. That's right. Yeah. I was gonna say he's in a couple. It's that whole like uh, teenage brat pack uh, version. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, yeah. but yeah, there's so. Uh, one of the other things that I thought was really cool about this is uh, the 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 character that Harry portrays early in the movie. Um, you know, we start him off as a thief, right? He's he's uh, he's in the store trying to steal a Christmas present, which right off the bat, I was like, props, right? Okay, you know, you're not out trying to just steal to make money. You're not stealing to get high. You're, you're stealing to get your niece 
the best Christmas gift you can get her, right? And, uh, and I love the fact that she's like, just ask somebody, and they're like, oh, they're all busy. Are they open? Like, she she knew right away. <laughs> all right. Like, yeah. yeah. That was uh, a smart kid, yeah. Christmas hours. Right, so so I thought that was hilarious, and, and you know, so we get him there. Then he goes, you know, we get the, the, the movie audition, which, you know, he kills because... At the time, he feels it's so real that he got. But his did he buddy think kid. it was his friend? I, I, I thought I was when I was watching that with Kelly. We thought that he actually, like, was he's so dumb he actually thought they were talking about his friend, at the time. I, you know, no, to me, it was, I think it was. You don't think no, he's quite that dumb? No, I don't think he's quite that dumb. But I think he was still <laughs> like it was so close to what had just happened. Like yeah, right. he got he got he's shot. Dead and, and he yeah, just, and uh, yeah, he got drained. Yeah, he so did he, get he shot. Was, did, did they? Did they? It, it grazed. He had a little bit of blood on his arm. It went, you know. It, okay. Yeah, that's a graze. And unless it fully goes through, it's just a graze. You know. God. But I mean, we we can see he has no. He has a huge pain tolerance because he walked around for half this movie without a finger. <laughs> right. Yeah, his pain tolerance. Or a is huge like, drug addiction. I think <laughs> it's a combo. I think it's a combo. Yeah. Uh, so. Because um, you saw. I mean, the thing is, like, that. I, I wonder. Like there was, they they made a point when right before he uh, he peed on the corpse, they made a point of showing him reaching over to the uh, to the medicine cabinet and grabbing like a whole thing of tums and just like mm-hmm. shaking them into his mouth. And I'm just wondering, like, what was it? Just like he was so worked up over like over yeah. what was going on or whatever. Was it too much? Does he have something else going on? It was like. It was kind of like a throwaway thing, but it's like it could have been like so much more. Well, wait. So that is that's right after the scene where he kicks her out because she had sex with his best friend, yeah. right? Which he wasn't. Okay. So I think that was just. Well, no, him, like, it's not quite. He didn't kick her out. He he. That was a different scene because that's a scene where she's like, "I'm taking a sweatshirt. I'm taking this. I'm whatever." Was that that same scene? I think it is. Because oh. I'm trying to think the other. Because uh, that's when she goes downstairs and the cops are there. Oh, wait, no, you're right, because she goes down and cries after the one where she gets kicked out. So maybe it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. yeah it's I don't, two different, Shane Black two is known scenes. for his labyrinthian crime plots. So <laughs> They did a good job with this one. It, it is really good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it might have been that. Um, so what I was trying to get to was is in, in the very beginning when uh, he walks in and uh, the guy's, like, going full creep mode on uh, Harmony when she's passed out. Right. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. which Dude. there's a lot of fondling of passed out women in this movie, but go ahead. <laughs> well, one, one of them's dead. She's not really passed out. She's kind of dead. <laughs> but, right. uh, so, um, but yeah, I, I just, I, to me, it was one of those, like, that's that stand up character, right? It's like, hey, yeah. You just walk away. Like, he bluffed a shit. I was like, oh, he's going to yeah. about to. Which I thought was, I was like, can he fight? Is this guy a better fighter than we think he is? He's certainly not. Well, <laughs> until until it was over, I was like, I was thought uh, I didn't think he couldn't fight. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's he's about to whoop some ass because most people don't do that unless they can back it up. I mean, there's right. not a lot of people that will like go out and just try and f- bluff their way through that kind of stuff. But I give him props for trying to bluff his way through it, then getting his ass handed to him, well, which. Maybe his background as a as a as a thief, you know, uh, has he's he's had to face situations that he has to talk himself out of, and so he's used to thinking on his feet. And and he's also, you know, he he grew up as the the friend of the girl that he always, you know, that. 
but he didn't know that was her at that time, which was odd. I, that's that's another one I have a hard pro like. People brought up like if you went through well, crushing on someone all through high school, you know what she looks like twenty well, years she, later. She said she split when she was sixteen, so he hasn't seen yeah. her since she was sixteen, and now she's the thirty-four. I'm a baby. I'm only thirty-four. <laughs> yeah, you know, which I, I did. Oh. Nice. I, I want to yeah. interrupt for a sec because I thought it was interesting with the fight scene where it really highlights um, people as bystanders to things, bystanders to things, because like everybody referred to it after as, oh, you mean that guy who beat the shit out of you? Because like, because yeah. nobody, so many people noticed, saw what was going on and nobody intervened. And then it's kind of the same with that <sighs> scene at the beginning with the little girl in the magic show. You know, nobody blinked when the you know six-year-old or seven-year-old started a chainsaw and started cutting up a box with a child in it. Nobody, nothing. It, and then the girl well, starts screaming. The wasn't time, it the Midwest? Midwest. The girl. Oh. The girl starts screaming, and regardless of how many adults were all around there, it's the dad who runs. I, all I found the way that across, a little. I found that a little right? preposterous that there was not one adult watching that scene, and there was a child. With a chainsaw, a pretty aggressive <laughs> chainsaw, by the way. Yeah, like, I could totally see that. Which happening. wasn't turned on. Which the <laughs> chainsaw was not turned on. If you, anybody noticed, the teeth on the that. chainsaw were not moving. Oh, good. Well, not, <laughs> you know, not the stunt Shane, he had to put. Shane in Black here. said they actually needed a stunt kid in order to do that. They needed someone who was licensed to be able to run a chainsaw. They had to hire a stunt. Oh my kid. God. So. I know what I want to do when I grow up. I want to be a stunt kid. <laughs> Cindy brings up the bystanders, but we also had some bi badass bystanders. You know, Trip. you know, where yeah. we had the lady that stops them. You know, the criminals as they're running away and shoots. We had the hot dog. Uh, you know, vendor. the hot dog dude. That's, <laughs> just, that's just a dude that has been worked way too much. Yeah, he's been Which asked. Guy, way, sorry, the, the guy in the hot dog stand that shoots the uh, I don't know what you with a gangster dude. The, the goon, uh, there was yeah. the two, the two bullies. Yeah. 57 right. times yeah <laughs> well and then he and then he's like motherfuckers and then he's like starts walking out of his trailer like he's like like he's gonna go back and make some more hot dogs or something he <laughs> he was not having a like that that guy works 15 16 hours every day and just <laughs> never gets a break like i i could see that yeah but it was that was a fun one but you're right in in so to defend the fact that people don't jump into stuff uh, I've got a, a a bad habit. I get I get down these rabbit holes every once in a while where I start watching fights on Reddit. What? I know it's I don't know why it's like and, find it and hard it, to believe you go down you know anyway. <laughs> rabbit holes. <laughs> uh, but no, it's like but yeah, it's like people just don't jump in and do shit, and it's like why? I ask myself like why doesn't that happen in front of me? Because I would be the first to jump in and slap the shit out of someone for doing something stupid, you know, and or helping helping a a cop stop someone from doing something or you know people that are picking on is like there's so many people that are just not my job not my i'm not going to pay any attention or you know not my monkeys or not my circus not my monkeys kind of thing like just mm -hmm. really that's our society right now well, well, this is yeah. this goes back a ways too, because this I'm inspired by the Seinfeld finale where they actually get thrown in jail for for not doing anything as they're kind of watching someone. Uh, yeah, the Good get, Samaritan laws. You get the Good Samaritan laws. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, the thing about people, two people fighting, though, a lot of times. It's it's not worth it to get in between them. Yeah, if you get in between them, you're likely to end up in worse shape than either of them. 
Yeah, like, because they're drunk, or they're well, belligerent, or they want to fight about something. And it's like, I can definitely see at a party if two guys appeared to be drunk and, like, went out on the lawn to punch each other, I think most people would be like, oh, these stupid drunks, you know. Well, I'll tell you stay this. Stay out of their way. This is, this is me living in cities for a, a lot of my years. But every time I see anybody having a fight, I, I'm always like, Oh, this is a setup for somebody to pick my pocket while I'm watching the fight. Like this is <laughs> this is somebody like, oh, oh, we're gonna have a fight over here, and you're gonna watch the fight. And then there's somebody like walking around the backside, like picking pockets and trying to steal your wallet. That's how my brain works. Uh, no, you know what? I I agree with you because you did live. I I mean I I love you and all that, but you lived in a cesspool. I fucking hate San Francisco. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> No, I, I'm, I'm talking I about... I lived in two cesspools. I lived in North Philadelphia, and I lived in... At the end, at the end, San Francisco was a cesspool. We can talk about that at some other time. That's a whole yeah. other podcast. <laughs> Maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp I'll get into yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah, a little yeah. bit. But, uh, yeah, that San Francisco has gone way downhill. It was... Yes. Oh, even no, from I, Nina when you were there, it's gone way downhill. I, but that's funny that, that you say that, because that's I, I had never thought of that. When I think of that, I, I you know... My biggest thing is like, okay, first off, where I grew up is like, okay, shit, that means someone's pulling weapons, make sure you're out of fucking, you're not, you know, not directly behind either one of them. (laughs) So, uh, but that's where I grew up. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just, in in a party like that, I I would expect someone to like, at least go out and try and break shit up. I I mean, I might, I probably would be that guy. Yeah, I'm sure somebody, like, that's the other thing. It's like, when I've been at parties and fights have broken out, like, one of the two people has friends there. Yeah. It's never just two people that came alone getting in a fight, right? Yeah. There's always yeah. some other person, and there's, like, you know, everybody's, like, muscling up and all that. But who knows? I mean, I don't know. But I was – I was, yeah, he definitely – he was really trying to protect her, and he did – I mean, he did everything he kind of well, could. Okay, so right away we get we get the, the, the downside of it is he gets his ass kicked, and she leaves with the guy anyways. And you're like, motherfucker, what the hell? But then we get the payoff later when, you know, when he does go back and talks to her in, in, in the club and stuff like that. And he finds out and she's like, well, I thought you left. And he's like, oh, fuck that asshole. I just needed a ride. Like she knew right away, which begs to differ. And it happens a couple of times. And then someone brought this up. Like, what is with her? Does she have some like sleep disorder where she just fucking passes out randomly? Right. <laughs> like, cause she just falls asleep reading a book. Later on, she's like talking to him and just passes out on his bed. You know, she she Maybe she, she likes her naps. She <laughs> likes her naps, which I, I I mean I like a good nap too, but she really likes her naps. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Maybe that's a Hollywood thing. I don't know. I mean, odd, you know, odds are a party like that. She was probably drinking pretty heavily, or maybe somebody. Well, that's someone brought up. Or maybe she. Get she, she might have got roofied. Somebody might have given her a a pill or something to oh here this will help you relax and then she had three glasses of wine on top of that or you know what it really is 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 she so used to falling asleep to that reading those books when she was a child that it was just a natural reaction like that, that was that was her just like oh reading these books which i thought was cool like i mean i i love the fact that they set that story up in the beginning with those books and she reads them and it pays forward that the guy that owns the house was the actor in the movies who was back there when when she first found out about it, you know, and and it, in, in it, it's one of those. 
it all wove together so well which yeah fuck oh yeah. my god like what a turn on the story in the end like you know uh i know we haven't talked about it too much but you know the 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 part where she uh she left because her dad was a uh it's not necessarily a pedophile i mean it is but it's not uh but uh they just said uh, dad I, was after little sister night after night <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, abusive, and then, yeah, abusive and you know, sexually abusive. And then she comes out to thinking this guy is really her father because timing set up and her sister set the story up, goes out there, and then she just he just happens to find be in this time where he's got this actress playing his daughter who looks like his daughter who's actually like trying to have sex with, and she sees this, it's like, what the you know, it's like the 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 cards just fell into place to make this like right out of one of those goddamn books you know yeah like i i, I mean i probably read one or two but I'm, I mean, it's not a big book i read but it's it you know the stories without even reading the books how they always come out that way and uh yeah. it, it just worked so well into that aspect that it all paid out and, and it's just like man he he set these dominoes up so that when he hits them they just roll out and fall yeah that's i mean that's the fun thing about those novels you know yes where I'll, I'll, I'll agree you with know that. there's there's a couple there's a couple of authors that i like ed mcbain is great at that he wrote a ton of novels about uh the 87th precinct which they're super fun but it's one of those when they get when you get to the last chapter and he explains everything that's happening and you're like it just like you said it brings everything together and it's always kind of fun to see mm -hmm. like oh my gosh so when she did this that meant that you know so yeah they're, they're not necessarily like the agatha christie's but the ellery queens and the dashiell hammets and so forth uh are really yeah. fun reads yeah yeah i i just thought that was really cool and, and, they, and then uh another part of this movie that was really funny is they poked so much fun at hollywood itself Yes. Right in the actors. Oh yeah. Well, and, the people and, uh, in Hollywood. Yes. That's actually one of my favorite quotes from the movie, <laughs> where he's he's talking about all the girls at the party, and he's like he's like, "What's wrong with all these girls?" And he says, "I mean, it's this big long quote, but the end of it, my favorite part, he's like, it, it's like someone, it's like someone literally took America by the East Coast, oh, yeah. shook it, <laughs> and only the normal girls hung on." <laughs> yes. All the rest of them ended up here in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's funny. Uh I also love the fact where he was in they were in the bar and he, they were pointing out the different uh celebrity lookalikes like the Native American Joe yes. Pesci. Pesci. That was that <laughs> Yeah, was really that was funny. pretty funny. <laughs> that shit was and it was spot on. I was like, "Holy shit, that is." <laughs> Shade Black talked about that in the commentary where he actually he looked at all the extras cuz he had it written into the script, but it was different, you know, different people. So he had to actually come up with who looked like who so that he could write in the 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 what, yeah. you know, get the extras that were that were that were cast. So and he worked he worked yeah. with Joe Pesci later on, so. Yeah, yeah. With Lethal Weapon. <laughs> He's like, right. I got to stand in for oh, yeah, you yes. if we're gonna <laughs> if we're gonna do a movie oh. in the Native American scene. <laughs> yeah, one of one of the things one of the things I liked a lot about like one of the kind of subplots or whatever you want to call it was the whole like the grammar, like the grammar <laughs> correction, the adverbs, <laughs> like yeah. through the whole yeah. thing. Like I found that like just like in the most of like preposterous things and it's like when he's like 
the 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 best one it wasn't really grammar i guess it was kind of grammar but he's like picture a bullet in your head and he's right. like he's like that's ambiguous he's like what do you mean that's ambiguous like he's about to get shot and he's like he's like that's ambiguous like, why is it ambiguous and they, they like they go down this whole like mm-hmm. like like whole and i just love like you know the bad or i forget what it was there was some there was another oh, was bad and badly and all that I'm sleeping badly it's like you no, know, that that would suggest that the mechanism by <laughs> which you sleep isn't sleep. working. It's like, no, man, it's an adverb. It describes sleep. <laughs> Who taught you grammar? Right. Get out, finish. Yes. Okay. This is this is the dummy in me. When she said that, I was like, oh shit, that makes sense. And then when he said it, I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, all right, you got me. All right, but here's the, here's the thing. Who started doing math when he goes? Eight percent, and he goes, "Who taught you oh. math?" Well, I do. I didn't start doing math. I knew it wasn't eight percent. I didn't well, know I what it was, I but I knew it wasn't eight percent. Yeah, exactly. I knew it wasn't eight percent, but I started trying to do the math in my head, like, "Oh wait, okay, six divided by 100%. It's sixteen, right? That's what I kind of came around. Is, it's it's sixteen yeah. point something, I believe. Yeah, sixteen point six six six. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's like pie. It just goes on and on and is delicious. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> um, I, I th- there's so many good quotes in this too. I mean, uh, oh, so one of my favorites quotes. in this. One of my favorites uh, that and just made me giggle like crazy, and I don't know if it was because we were drinking when we watched it, but and I started to look for the for the drink, and Alyssa's gonna know this right away. As soon as he said I cracked, he's like, "Don't lose your gay job." I fucking <laughs> lost it when he said that. I was like, "That's fucking hilarious." It's like I want a gay friend at work that I can just say that to someday. I, I mean, I have I have one or two, but like. I, I'm not sure if I could joke with him like that just yet, but I I, I just want to say that someday to somebody and just and have it be that as a joke, you know. It's just it's I, so funny. That was just the way they slid little things like that in was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked when he was um, you know meeting girls and I invented dice when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm retired. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, like. <laughs> Well, I mean, that that was a weird spot for me, too, is, like, he goes into these these parties, and girls just randomly walk up, and, and this is this might be a, a cut at Hollywood that I just didn't get because I'm not Hollywood enough, but it's, like, they're, they're, they're poking. <laughs> yeah. They're looking for it's, producers. I, I mean, I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a pro- yeah. I'm a professional <laughs> podcaster now. I mean, I, I got all the credits. Uh but uh, he's he's they're poking at each other like to find out are they important or not. Yep. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Exactly. And I was, it's like, I was like, it's like, it like really oh, you're like not, you're not a direct you're not a director or a producer. I'm, right. You're not you gonna know, yeah, I'm just gonna walk on. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> and I was like, man, is, is it really that shallow? And is it really that bad? Is like yes. So uh, I mean. Well, and he I, uh, act- Shane Black actually uh, was told there's a line towards the end when when you know gay gay perry survives he's like i know i know but uh but the you know the, the hollywood studios you know force these endings and and that's actually something that happened to shane black with lethal weapon 2 long kiss goodnight hollywood came in and said no you gotta up you know make these endings more more uh, more friendly and so so he, <laughs> i think he does have a lot of his own his own history going into into these screenplays but then, he, but then he played off on that. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We both survived. It's like, hey, maybe everybody survives. And oh like, my god, like that the was four such characters walking walk in the door. <laughs> well, at first it's like it's characters from the movie, and then all of a sudden it's Abe Lincoln, and yeah. I was like, that was what? the best. That was so, <laughs> that was, so yeah. funny. Yeah. 
And then and then Elvis, it's and like Elvis, yeah, yeah. He's like mother. <laughs> oh, I didn't see Elvis. I did. Oh yeah. He got turned yeah. around. He, he didn't they, quite they, they get push him out at the end. He didn't quite yeah. get in. Gotcha. Well, it's like it's like yeah, the two guys come in and then and then Abe Lincoln, you're like, wait, is that Abe? What the? It's yeah. like that was that was good. Okay. I'm, I'm going to bring up one of my other favorite points to point out uh, the inconsistencies of the film. When uh, Gay Perry jumps in front of him to take the, the shot instead of uh, um, Harry, he gets shot in his lower right side. But then Harry gets shot in his upper right side. In the angle that they are, in the angle of the shooter, it's impossible to make that. It's like that magic, bullet had to. I got. We, yeah. we used our magic bullet to blend these drinks. I, I was. That was a lot of forethought because I knew you'd bring this up. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... I, I, I noticed your wife laugh. I noticed your wife laughing there, Noah. I think. She oh, every every well. time we mention anything about Noah being super critical about movies. Alyssa laughs. Just note that. <laughs> Just make well, a note of that. I don't know. When, <laughs> you we, saw, bring when up... we saw the Batman and we were driving home, it was Alyssa that brought up an inconsistency while while Noah and I were kind of geeking out on the movie. So so nice. she, she does she does her own she has her own. Oh, uh, you guys think I bring up a lot here? She gets all of them. I was like, that's fucking wrong. That's fucking wrong. Fucking you should wrong. see all the inconsistencies I have written down, but they're really not interesting because that's not. What I'm about. But. Every little thing, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Okay, I'll uh, shut up. So you, <laughs> like, but you, I, that, you know what Cindy does when I'm watching a movie? She'll be like, oh, they're the bad guy or something like that. She'll like, <laughs> like, like. You'll point five, out the plot. Five minutes in. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, she's never seen it. She just kind of, she picks up on how screenplays are written, but she always seems to, to be right. Uncanny. It's uncanny. And it's like. <laughs> And then she goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> I just I just had a problem with that one right away because I was like, I was like, okay, when I saw him get shot, I was, when he dropped, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then when I saw that where the bullet hole on Gay Perry was and where apparently it hit, I was like, oh, wait, that don't add up. It, and so I spent like five minutes rewinding that watching where the shot where And I was like, all right, well, okay. It, I mean, it, it. Feeds the story, but accuracy is is not their point. Oh. I mean, RDJ is pretty short, and Val Kilmer is pretty not short. I, I I gave that to a point, but then I watched how he cuts in front of him, and he actually is pushing his arm over, and he's kind of dipped a little bit. And at first, I thought he I thought he spun the wrong way, but then as I was watching it, he did spin the right way. So I'll give him that much. Uh, but it just his heart was way lower than where he got shot. And I was like, uh, but it, it works for the story. So I'll give it a break. I was, I was impressed. Cause at first I thought, uh, I counted bullet shots. Cause I was like, wait a minute, that, that clip couldn't hold that many. I know it is what I do. <laughs> and, uh, they were accurate with that. And I was like, okay, even though the shots and how he did it and hanging on by one hand doing it is probably bullshit, at least the shot count was correct for that gun. <laughs> it wasn't so the hanging on that was and the shots that were crazy to me. It was that the body just didn't flop right out of that casket. Yeah. Right. Because how, cool. it was a woman, right? Right. So lighter, lighter. It was a woman, woman who was lighter than Robert Downey right. Jr. Yeah. So if you want to know how they did that, they actually had a, uh, a wire connected to his back and he was wearing a harness that hook up underneath. Yeah. And then there's actually shots of him holding onto the frame instead of her arm in uh, some still shots. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, not only that, but uh, uh. just to say 
he couldn't have held on to a hand that's not holding them back and held on that long. Just, I mean, it, it is what it is. But it may be interesting. That. The next time, the next time I come up there, we're gonna test that. We're gonna see how long you can. I'll just, I'll just drink my arm over the 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 uh, roof, and you can hold on for as long. No, as No, we're can. just gonna like hang a rag or something over there. I don't know. I mean, the angle that the arm was at too. The arm didn't go like this. The arm went like this. Yeah. And it. It was just anatomically yeah. not possible. So we're gonna do like a Titanic where we test to see if the uh, if the the door floats. <laughs> the door. Two people could get on top of it or right. something like that. We're gonna test. Two people could have fit on that door. Two people could have fit straight. on that door. <laughs> so not only you... that, but then you would have had the body warmth of two people on that door instead of just freezing up there by yourself. She's she's got some issues. Uh, but anyways, back to this movie. Uh, what were we gonna say, Liz? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, you're a little talky, but that's why you have a podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> chapter number. Back man. when they were in the bar, and um, he was first um, Harry. And they asked, you know, how many people here hate Harry? And like Dale <laughs> in that bar raised their hand. It shows you how how much time he spent perusing these bars and. <laughs> asking all these girls crazy questions there's another perfect hilarious scene and it's right then when uh gay perry is walking up after she says that and he mentioned something i can't remember what it was and someone throws something at his head and he quickly ducks well, you got and the, it's one you of those got the quote written down don't you yeah this is, this right is before the first that. time i've always wondered what he said because he ducks you know somebody yells fuck you and then throws something yeah. at him and he ducks yeah. and, Every time we've watched it, I've thought, I need to look up what he said. <laughs> I've never known. And this time I looked it up. So this was literally right after the shook America and all the, the normal girls hung on. And she says, okay, everybody who here, who's here, everybody who hates Harry, raise your hand. And they all raise their hand. And Gay Perry says, obedient little bitches, too. That's right. Yeah. She, <laughs> yep. you know, Fuck you. Throw the, throw the drink at him. I was like, oh, yeah, he did deserve to have a drink thrown at him. Okay. Oh, but he does. I always watch so, so yeah. I, Go ahead. Yeah, he, he knew. Ducks he, knew. So, he ducks it so perfect. It's one of those, like, like he said it knowing someone was going to throw something at his head, and they were going to have a good aim, that yeah. he all he had to do was just dip. And I was like, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yep. No, I always watch movies with subtitles for that exact reason because, mm -hmm. like, I I could just rewind once and be like, "What did they say?" <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that was that was uh um in uh, uh Luke Cage season two with all the Jamaicans. I couldn't right. tell, and then th then they fucked us with the damn subtitles. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, let me ask you this. Wheels. Yeah, they they spelled it. They wrote it all uh, phonetically. Yeah, they wrote it all they phonetically. Wrote it all phonetically. Right. I was like, nice. "Oh, you're you're hilarious! You're hilarious, subtitle guy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you Thanks know? <laughs> does anybody know the reference? The Ike, Mike, and Mustard reference. Ike, I Mike, just is read salt that. And pepper. Uh, salt and pepper and mustard is kind of the sexual tones of. Well, there's been a there was a couple varying. There's a few varying like definitions, and I'm wondering what. Like I think I don't know. There's there's salt and pepper from a restaurant. Um, there's what you just said, Steve, and then there's also um, like a joke. That's a very off-color joke. Um, that that, and I'm not going to say it because, well, 
it's too long. One, it's a very long joke, and I don't think we need to go down that road. But just look up Ike Mike Mustard joke. And I'm like, I, I just, things like that, it's like, where does that connection come from? Like, what's the, like, not what's the point, but like, what's the, what's the sort of, like, wh why did he write that in there? Like, why was that important for him to, to kind of make that part of the, the script, I guess? You know, I didn't understand it, and I, I, I just was one of those, I thought it was one of those that they were kind of doing something very obscure to make them seem very Hollywoodish, where it was like, one person will be very into something that's very uh, niche and stuff like that, where he's like into it that nobody else knows what the fuck he's talking about. And that's what I got out of that. It was like the other guy's like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, are you in a supper club from the 60s or whatever it was? You know, <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that was that was pretty good. I'll, I'll look it up. Oh, that's funny. Um, so we just did Peacemaker as as our last episode, and did anybody see a a a, a resemblance in this? There, there's a scene that's that's very similar to Peacemaker, and I was just wondering if anybody else caught it and thought I about it. I haven't watched Peacemaker, so no, I can't. My God, Bo, we've seen what the first. With you? So. I'm trying. Oh, okay. I'm caught up. I'm caught up on all the series. I'm actually. All right. Well, I'm watched, gonna. Spoil, I'm gonna. Spoil I watched the man. You can. You can spoil it. I watched the Mandalorians. Yeah. I'm actually uh, catching up on the Walking Dead. So I can't. I can't do it all, dude. I can't do it all. <laughs> I. I've never watched Walking Dead. Well, I. I can't say I never watched. I've watched a couple episodes and never got into it. Peacemaker is hilarious. So there is a torture scene in Peacemaker. Oh, with the where, yeah, <laughs> where oh. he where he where he's torturing his buddy, and Peacemaker's like, "Nah, fuck you! I ain't giving you nothing." And it was exactly what happened in this scene where you know they got the they got the electrodes to to his his nards, I guess. I'm yes. I don't know where else he might have put them, but and in twigs and, and berries. And 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 he's just like, nope, I ain't giving you nothing. Fuck you. Turn it up. Give him some more. You're like, you just like touching this thing, don't you? And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. And yeah. I just, and it reminded me of Peacemaker because they do a very similar thing during Peacemaker with that that torture scene, and it and it worked out really well. And then we get the great the great line, you know, where he shoots him with his his hidden uh, non derringer, uh, but a derringer style gun, and it. Uh, so he was like, he's like, uh, was that a gun? He's like, yeah, I just thought that was something you gay guys could do. I thought that was fucking <laughs> hilarious. And, and so this is where, you know, some people is like, you really aren't smart if you can't tell he's fucking with him. That that was pure sarcasm in that. Like, it's like, you know, a basic joke is like, you know, gay guys have these super penises that could kill people kind of thing. And I just thought, I mean, it was like, yeah. it's a really, you think that's, he thought that was real. I was just like... Okay, you should not watch movies anymore. But also, I mean, when somebody says, "Oh, they couldn't do that today," I'm like, I don't think some people realize how quick things have changed. Oh yeah, you know, like like in like you said, in, it was 2005, and he was the first gay action hero. And it's I would, like, right. and it's like, I, ha, have there been any others since then? Even yeah. you know, I would be very interesting to see if this did come out today what the reaction would be because uh, like i said i tried to find the gay take on it as far as you know it, it, lack of better wording um because uh i i wanted to see like the people that were offended that i listened to were straight males and they're like yeah. oh you can't say that and i was like why why are you offended for someone else it, it's like you, you know stay in your lane you know like 
Don't don't be offended for someone else because you don't know if they're offended. Let them speak their mind because they may not be offended. And I want to hear their take on it because I think to me this was a great uh uh for lack of a better wording, a bromance uh kind of uh friendship. Like this is what really close friends do is they cut on each other really tight and really hard. Uh, uh, we talked, I think we talked in this podcast about uh, Limitless uh, not too long ago, which is a is a podcast with um, Bateman and um, oh god, I'm oh yeah, 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 Smartless, yeah, Smartless, and those guys do the same thing. Like they they cut on each other like deep, where you're like, oh shit. Well, they make. I mean, the thing on that show that that I think is like brutal is how much fun how <laughs> they much make fun money. they make of Sean, Sean Hayes Ryan. about his dad leaving. <laughs> yeah. Like almost every episode they like like bring it back up about yeah. his dad leaving him when he was a kid. And it's like that's just brutal, but that's how friends but, are. Like I have... But Sean jumps right on it and he goes, Yeah, yeah, he did. And then he'll yeah. even he'll even crack one harder. And it's like that's what friends do is like they don't get offended when you when you point out you know because it it's not done in a a I don't want to say negative way because that's not really what it is but it's not done in a in a hateful manner it's done in like I'm gonna bust your balls because I know you're gonna come back and bust mine and we're gonna fucking love this and we're gonna have fun and we're gonna laugh about it and and that's and that's why I was really it was really hard listening to some of these these podcasts where that's what that their take on it was. Most of the people liked it. I mean, there was a couple podcasts that were like, this is the best fucking movie in, in the last 10 <laughs> years. This is so good. And and these were ones that I I don't think any of them were more than about two, three years old at the most. So they're all coming from the same time frame, essentially. Uh, but, yeah, there were so many people that, that were loved it. And, and I understand because this is a good movie. I had never seen it. And um, I knew the name. I, I knew the name Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I mean, it's a very widely known title for a movie mm -hmm. probably not yeah. widely watched because it was a flop in the theaters <laughs> uh which it, got is a sad. it got a standing ovation at Cannes film festival so it actually critically was very well received well, that uh, didn't translate <clears throat> only 169 theaters was released in so I yeah mean, it's not streaming anywhere i think if i think if hulu were streaming it or netflix well, it was funny because before the podcast started, I was watching a trailer for it just because I was uh -huh. I was thinking I'm like, how on earth would they make a trailer for this movie? Like, do they even have a sentence that doesn't have a swear word in it? <laughs> and if you watch the trailer, just how they have to cut things up to do it, like they show they show him um, where you know from the movie, you know that he's peeing and he sees the corpse. <laughs> So you just see you just see him walk up to the toilet and then you see his face when he sees the corpse like they they had to slice and dice yeah. things so much it shows how hard it is to trailer. Yeah, the trailer's awful it's yeah. so hard to market <laughs> movies like these that are so rich in character but you can't translate those in, in effectively I've seen, yeah i've seen some trailers too where they'll edit some of the language out and and like yeah. do a tv version of things but you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I. They sliced it. Yeah, they. Maybe I. Maybe I've worked with Con. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off there. It's uh, maybe I've worked with contractors too long. Maybe it's just I don't know my personality. But I did not see the language in this like as being that bad. I don't yeah, know. I, I didn't. I, agree. I wasn't like, like like. But the more I mean. 
there was enough of it, obviously, that, that I mean, I, I might. <laughs> People I, I wanna, in the Midwest are offended. The next time I watch it, yeah, the next time I watch it, I'm definitely going to check this stuff out. But I mean, it's it's one of those things like you become it's rated R. So I like I figure if a movie's rated R. It's because they have fucked more the, than three times. The people, yeah, the people are going to talk like adults. And it's like, yeah, once once you got the R rating, you might as well use it as a punctuation mark like we all do. You know, it's, it's you know, my, my boss is a priest and uses the word fuck occasionally. Oh, my God, so, that's so awesome. That's the best <laughs> thing ever in all day. Just, just, in, the, just in the office. But you know, not during prayer, not from the pulpit yet. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not there yet. No, no, no. And they always say, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh I hope God. I didn't offend you." I'm like, "Oh, please." <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I that that gives my heart just joy. Like I love the fact that <laughs> that to hear a priest is just a real person. Yeah, you know, it's just well, it, it's it's he. It's not a priest. Is he a priest or is he a pastor? No, Episcopal priest. Oh, Episcopal uh, priest. So not a Catholic priest. Not a Catholic think, priest. Yeah. But still, religious. A religious. religious. Just a real guy, though. Um, so I, I, I hate to break up our happy-go part about this. I, I did want to bring up one other thing that was like I had to look up because I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. I think this is wrong. Car goes flying off the cliff and into the water. <laughs> Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character jumps into the water to go save who's ever in it because they think the girl's in it. And, uh, you know, uh, Gay Perry's like, oh, shit, get the keys because, you know, he he hears something. First off, I was like, how do you hear something when a car jumps off a cliff? Yeah. Uh, but he figures someone's you know, in the trunk. It was before I'm like, that. okay. It was before yeah. that because he said he said he heard a weird noise and then Gay yeah. Perry put it, was, it together later. It was the... It was the girl thumping around in the trunk as they flew. I'm I'm sure oh, of that. Also, that's also if a if a car goes into a river without anybody at the wheel. Yeah. You, yeah, we we he, all knew. We kind of knew. I was what gonna it was. say he 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 probably has been a he, so he knows I, enough to be like yeah. somebody's locked in. The I have zero problem with all that. But when he comes up from the water and he's got the dead girl in his hands and he's bringing her up and he's like, oh yeah, I shot the lock out of the trunk. <laughs> Sorry, but that's bullshit. Yeah. You could not shoot a gun underwater. underwater. Yeah. Yeah. So, no uh, guns? Even I know well, that. Uh... So here's the thing. A gun will fire underwater. Right. The problem is, is the bullet will not travel very far at all. Like a, a yeah, we're talking inches. Because yeah. he could put he the gun right, right up, up to the lock. Yeah. He could put Hold, the gun right up. Look it up in IMFDB. Actually, right, <laughs> Actually, yeah. here's the problem. Finish it. Yeah. Putting it right up to the lock will actually cause more problem because there's already water in the barrel, and Not water if is. You hold it down when you go in. <laughs> okay, like I said, there's not <laughs> air. There's water in the barrel, and water is 800 times more in your uh, world. But it also in shot real the girl, world. It also shot the girl in yeah. the head. Yeah. So there's okay. more to it than. Anyways, 800 percent more resistance than air. The okay. gun uh, in a pistol, the bu the bullet without anything in front of it will only go about two feet. It does not have enough power to go through metal alone, let alone metal and a skull. So uh, it's it's the one thing that I was like, okay, I get it for the story. It makes sense. Yeah, she was already dead, broke no. Okay, it makes sense, but it. He would probably not be able to even shoot out the lock in the in the car, but I mean it. Well, his it mom gave him the gun, so it's a good gun. Oh, 
I didn't think about that, but this is mom giving the bullets. They have to be a combo. It has to be the bullets. They were, the they were, they were, they uh, were the Judas bullets. <laughs> the Judas bullets. <laughs> they were the Judas bullets. I mean, and, okay. and was, the, was the trunk filled with water yet, or was there air in it still? Yeah, probably. Oh, probably. Well, the car had sunk, so probably. <laughs> but anyways, I. But he I had a condom over the end of the gun, like, oh. in, like. Well, so he would prevent do. the water from getting into all it. All gay guys do, because that's just a gay yeah. thing. Right, exactly. Well, watch yeah, what you say. Watch what you say. What? <laughs> what Anyways, hey, anything we can do to get more listens. Whatever <laughs> we can do. <laughs> We're being controversial now. Right. Um, so I, I literally was like, all publicity like, is good publicity. We need some, I was like, we need some I, new priests listening and see what they have to say about what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I was very, very curious about that. So I went and looked it up and I found some great videos where people were actually shooting guns underwater. And even like in a, in a rifle, which would have a, a longer barrel and a stronger bullet and stuff, literally are traveling like two, three feet from the barrel and falling to the bottom. They, yeah. so, they, did, that, they did that on Mythbusters. Okay. Mm. And they had what? Uh, Eighty. They, they had a fifty cal in there, and the the bullet just shattered on impact. And yeah, it, it was actually less lethal than one from uh, from a handgun. Yeah, hmm. and like I said, but, I was just one of those. I was like, wait a minute, that don't make sense. Even I know that you can't. And and some people were like, you can't fire a gun underwater; it won't go off. Like, no, it'll go off. It just it doesn't do anything. Like, if you had your hand at the end of the barrel and maybe the barrel was filled with air, yeah, it would do some damage. But if it even has water in the barrel, apparently it's 800 times the re resistance at just water. But if you plug the water so it doesn't even – so it can't even push out, that resistance every centimeter uh, goes up by, like, double. So by the time it gets to the end of the barrel, it's like – it's you know, it's like some crazy number, you know – in the thousands of percent of uh, resistance. Huh. So I was, I was like, blow the oh. barrel up. <laughs> um, no, because the barrel also has the water resistance outside the barrel to create more. It's just, it's just one of those things is the bullet just stops essentially. and has no power, but I was like, uh, uh, but it, it was a great scene, but you know, you know, we yeah, all have I mean, the fact that they went through it so fast, it was almost like, it was that was definitely like for expediency's sake. Yeah, well, well they, and, it, and they layered it with their sarcasm and the jokes. That they <laughs> so like every every right. time there was something serious, there was like five hundred funny sarcastic jokes after because that's right after that is when, right. when he says you're an idiot. You know, or look up idiot in the dictionary. And what was you it? find my name? No, look, yeah. look you up. find the definition of the word idiot, which you are. Yeah, no. Well, he said <laughs> that was so good. He I said, want that up. on a t-shirt now. <laughs> yeah. He said, look up idiot in the dictionary, and you know what you'll find? And he said, uh, a picture of my oh. face. And he said, no, the definition of an idiot, which you fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, yep. that was such a, uh, so good. Because everybody always does the joke, oh, yeah, you'll, you know, look up the definition, you'll see your picture. Right. So it was such a play on that. Yeah. And so perfectly timed. And then we get the bozos, the, the the actual killers up there standing on top of the cliff with a, you know, and he waves to him, hey, we got a dead girl. You're like, oh my god, you fucking. And, and I think that was uh, his action reaction exactly like, oh, you fucking idiot. And yeah. just such a clever. I mean, there was so much cleverness in this movie, with the with the comedy, that it makes the violence and the the crassness and all that so much 
you know, acceptable that it, it, it makes so... It, realistically, the funny thing is we haven't talked about Harmony at all for the most no. part. No. And yeah. she is the third part of the wheel or the car, you know, this three-wheel car that makes this whole thing go on. <laughs> and... Tricycle. It could okay. be a three-wheel car, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, she's the third wheel of this tricycle of this great movie, um, and she has such a, such some great parts too. Not only that, but I mean, we we get the scene where he's talking and he's trying to explain to us, and then just nipple, and we get nipple, and I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> and it was just I, <laughs> I I thought she was very clever. I thought uh, I love the fact too that they they didn't play her. I mean. You know, there's that the 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 term Mary Sue for a a actress that is uh, just uh, I, I'm too not good sure. to be true. Well, and, and damsel in distress and has to be saved, and she's not really that character. I mean, right. she leaves him in the car, fucked up, drugged yeah. out, you know, to go save Gay Perry, and she does. She does yeah. it in an awkward way, but she does. Yeah, and so it's not. If I leave the keys. Can you take yourself? You know. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, which said, I mean, it, it all sets the stage for, for all of it to happen. It, like, you know, but it, it, she is, she is a strong character in this, in, in the fact too, that <clears throat> another interesting thing is, is they, they talk about her, how she was, she slept through high school, you know, she slept through with everybody through high school and, you know, it becomes a joke later. I don't know if it's a joke, but she sleeps with her, his best friend, even though she wasn't supposed to, but it's it's not a degrading thing. Like they don't treat it as like, it's not a slut shaming thing or anything like that they just, it just makes her part of her character and, and, and where they take, uh, uh, tropes and they take these, these stereotypes and they take them and run with them and then fucking flip them on their head and say, look, it ain't that bad. You know, they did that with gay Perry. Yeah. He's a gay detective, but he's the badass of this movie. He is the one, he's probably the most masculine fucking badass of this whole movie. Like, like if I had to go to a dark alley with anybody in this movie, I'm taking Gay Perry. None of those other fuckers at all. <laughs> Maybe Mr. Fire. Maybe no, Mr. Fire. No, none of those fuckers. Gay Perry would have kicked his ass twice and, you know, a second time on Thursday. You know, it's just one of those well, things. He's just. Go, going well, back he did have. Going back to go ahead, Harmony go for a sec, though. Going back to Harmony for a sec, because you were there and then you got distracted. But the Harmony, they show how she uh, thinks on her feet, though. Like, the, right. they do show that she's smart. Because, like, he, you know, when he's caught at the, um, where were they? Where uh, he... Oh, the, the, the carpet sales. Caught. Yeah, and the guy throws the phone and Robert Downey Jr. grabs it and he's like, help, he's got us, he's got us. And, and yeah. he's like, oh, she, he just asked for help from a carpet cleaning Oh, the cleaning carpet company. cleaning service, and, yeah. And they, they flash to her and she's pretending to be a carpet carpet messaging machine. You know? Even yeah. before that, she's, she's the one that solved it. She's she, the one that actually solved the whole thing because she's the one that figured out the panties. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's like, wait, was she raped? No, like, then why didn't she have panties on? You know, it's like mm -hmm. that. I mean, she was probably smarter than Harry for sure, right? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, well, she was ninety percent of the audience. Him. She was the one who recognized what? him at the party. He didn't right. recognize her. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, that that was that was pretty funny too. Um, I, I, 
she is such a good character in this too, and and mm -hmm. I loved everything about. It. The one thing I didn't like was the the admitting to sleeping with the the friend, like that. And it's just it's one of those is like they both handled it wrong, and like she didn't have to say anything, he didn't have to get upset. They could have just been happy together, but it, you know it plays for the story. Uh, but I thought she was great, and and I agree, she isn't a Mary Sue. She's not a damsel in distress. She didn't really need. She, they all needed each other. There's no like, yeah. One person is like she's helpless. Like she really fucking handles her own in in a way, uh, and throughout this as much as as anybody else. So I, I thought she was a great character, and that translated to I the so next. Too. Movie I thought she was. was a... Go ahead, Steve. I was just say the the ac actress took on M uh, Mission Impossible Three, where she got to, you know, prove her her. The same sort of uh, character traits where she uh, got herself out of a lot of good trouble playing Tom Cruise's wife in that one. So he was in True Detectives, it looks like, too. She was yeah. in and she's doing a ton of stuff. Mm -hmm. I just nothing where I'm like, like looking at her. I have to go back because she was in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is a guilty pleasure movie of mine. But yes. just looking at stuff that I, she was in. I, I was just pointing that out to Cindy because she that was her other other choice was either Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I love Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, Smith. oh, oh my go gosh, I love that movie so much. Yeah, that's a that's a really fun movie. As, as much as it broke up, as much as it broke up Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston as a couple, uh, which which is kind of heartbreaking, um, you know, <laughs> from a Hollywood perspective, uh, it's a great movie. So. Um, you know, uh, something that, something that kind of bothered me. I mean, she was, a, she was a great character and I'm just, I'm looking at her IMDb page and there's nothing that like jumps out to me. That's like, oh, this, she was like, yeah, but she's been in a ton of stuff, which is, which is pretty impressive, but she's in pixels. That's an awesome fucking movie. I, I'm going to have to check it out. I don't know. It, she might make the card, frankly. I mean, I'll say this. She might, she might make the card. I'll give her that. Only if she's, um, she's, she's as a famous Santa enough elf. to make to be on the card. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of the things that bothered me was the sort of zero to sixty with the killing that Robert Downey Jr. did, that Harry did. Like he went from uh, probably yes. never holding a gun, never killing anybody, to like every single person he came up super, to super assassin at the end yeah like shooting everybody and like sh killing anybody was no problem and like all that <laughs> you know just like i, I think they were kind of seemed, i think they were making I, fun I, of that trope from detective stories i mean that maybe that was, I, i'll tell you what i have nightmares about killing people i have, I, have, I wake up in cold sweats where i've had nightmares like that i accidentally killed somebody oh see, i have nightmares like, like, i'm, I'm like kill them What's that? <laughs> I said I have nightmares. I can't kill them. Yeah, but I mean, still, like, I, I wake up like in, I wake up in like a cold sweat, where I'm like, where I'm like, oh my gosh, I, like, what would I do? Like, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. I don't know what I would do if I actually ever killed somebody. And in two days, he kills like seven people. So okay, so there's there's a that first scene where he shoots the the uh, the thug right where after Mr. They Fire, Mr. Fire. So there's a point in that where he like, as he pulls the trigger, he pull, he he ducks away like he can't look and stuff like that. And so he has that moment of where he's definitely like. But that's the only time. No, I know, and that and this is why I'm agreeing with you all 100. percent Like it is it is crazy that he went from zero to sixty in the in the. I can't. I, I I'm killing this guy, but I can't because it's 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 life or death. But then he goes to the point where it's like, oh shit! Like now 
I'm hanging from this fucking arm and I just, I shoot this guy and then I shoot this guy in the car and then I drop down and do fucking karate moves and ninja star yeah. these people. You know, it, it, he goes crazy, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it is a zero to 60 moment. And I agree with you. It, it is the ending does not fit the rest of the movie. I almost wish they would have done a little something different. Like I would have been okay killing the, the main bad guy the way he did like one shot, he gets it off and then he falls. You know, maybe he, maybe he lands in a in a garbage truck going by. You know, uh, kind of like a better off dead, and you know, then yeah. we get a throwback to that, and he's like, ah, fuck, two dollars, whatever. That yeah. would have been that would have been better. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, the ending really kind of bugged me a little bit with that too. His his turnaround from being who he was to like, oh, I'm just a fucking natural born killer now, and yeah. you know, I really think that. They were kind of poking. They even said at the beginning, "What detective novels are sixteen kills or something like that?" I don't know if anyone yeah. counted the kills, but it was might have been close to that. Um, but but that was just part of the detective novels that they were that they were kind of parodying, and uh, so it didn't it didn't stand out as an as as they pulled a fast one on us. It was just part but of the just... storytelling style that they were going with. But it it got a little silly where he falls and lands on top of the hood. First off, falling from that distance and landing on that hood, most people are going to be like, fuck, I am hurt. That is bullshit. I am not moving. And then he just turns and the guy gets out of the car and he fucking double caps him, then rolls over and fucking caps the driver. Yeah. It's a little much. Like, it, it, it was At a least little... the wind would have been knocked out of him. Like, he still would have it's been like... Movie. <laughs> I know, right? So... <laughs> Best Andrew, answer, clearly, yeah. and, Andrew, clearly you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, Steve, 13 people died in the movie. 13, okay. Well, I don't know what they what the, the what they said in the screen. I have to go about. back and watch. I, I after been this 16. podcast, this podcast has made 16. me want to watch this movie again. Again? <laughs> again, like like for sure. Because it's yeah. it's it's in the rotation. I'll tell you that it's going to be in the rotation of it is really like just like background for years. Mm. It's been one of my favorites yeah. for years since it came out. I like it. Yeah. I think that was the first DVD Good. that I was like, "We're watching this. Or I'm buying it as soon as it comes out." I I'm 100 percent with you. Like this is this is one I would I really would think that people need to to get on board with. Like I think there should be a a surgence of people saying "Kiss Kiss Bang Bang" needs to be the next movie you watch. You know, I I don't know if it's yeah. this this podcast that can that can create that that storm because well, you know, let's make our... more gay slurs, like I... and if we can make more gay slurs, <laughs> and we can get some big negative press. People will start to listen to this podcast I, and start I listening started, to it. I started to say earlier, and I stand by it. If if this movie wasn't so hard to watch. If it what was you like mean? you mean hard like, to find, hard to find, and hard to find. Okay, yeah. like, oh yeah, 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 hard to find. I mean, I'm like, it's, it's easy to watch. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if if Netflix got it and put and just had it streaming, it right. would be one of those that like somebody would discover it and then it would be like in the top ten for what, two weeks. Yeah, what's trending while, this week? Yeah, while everybody yeah. was yeah. like. So here's what I'm gonna do. What I mean, they should have put it. They. You're going to buy Amazon, Noah? <laughs> oh, God, I wish I could. No, I'm going to email Robert Downey Jr. Because, you know, what the hell? Why not? 
And I'm going to say, hey, you need to push you this. you have his email address? Well, I'll email him. Just send I, it I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it somehow. I'm going to I'm gonna look for it. I'm just going to – I'm going to send it to everything. Robert Downey Jr., Gmail, Yahoo. Robert Downey, RDJ at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send, All send of them. Send. The real Iron Man at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so – oh, my God. I think that's it. That's probably it. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It, that's that's 100%. But, yeah, if this could – you know, we'll – We'll get our our total of like uh, fifteen, sixteen listeners out there, and we'll we'll have a parade that you know, <laughs> yeah. kiss kiss, bang bang, you know. And, and since they're spread out across the U.S., you know, and in, in uh, Canada, we'll probably you know nobody <laughs> will notice anything. I but think, <laughs> I think we'll have a strong I'll presence. Two friends, and it'll stop yeah. there. But, no, but I'm, but I'm serious. It's like <laughs> so on and so on. But yeah, if it was if if this was streaming on Netflix or streaming You're right. on. On who any of the Netflix. any of the major free services, like major semi-free services, right? Netflix, because, Amazon, Hulu. I mean, Peacock. I mean, Robert Robert Downey Jr. Paramount. is one of those. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is one of those people. Like he has a fan base, and people would be like, "Oh, I wonder what else he's done." You know. Here, here's what needs to happen. Disney needs to buy this, and promote it. Yes. Yes. I don't know Along if it's Disney Along inside the Marvel movies. Yeah. Right now that they're doing like sex and violence on Disney, they should just. Well, I mean, well, they get they get Pammy and Tom, right, Tommy? No, it's it's on it's Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> oh, it's on Hulu. Okay, but I'm, but like all fresh. the all the like defenders, associated things, yeah. like there's sex in those. There's killing violence. Right, Luke Cage be fucking everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like got a coffee shop in his in his bedroom, and he's just serving up yep. cups. <laughs> so. Lots of espresso. Anyway, yep. we like cream so okay. It's his girlfriend. And... Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead, Noah. I was just gonna say this. This is a. It was a very pleasant surprise of a movie. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Having well, known the name, having, thank you. Yeah, it was the good. Chance to watch this. Thank well, you, Cindy. It was like a one beat of bad words. I'll give you that. But it was a really good movie. Well, I mean, I mean, we. They're both very different. I'm just joking. I'm not. Yeah, no. They're, they're both like. When we were watching it, I was like, oh, God, I hope he told them it was a black comedy. Oh, God, I hope he no, told them kind. that there's a oh, lot of swearing. Care. Oh, God, I was worried that I was, you know. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're easily offended on this podcast. <laughs> wait, wait for what yeah. we do in the shadows. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah. I was worried about you well, guys. I, mean, I was worried about the spouses. <laughs> like, oh, right. Which, oh. which is just a oh, weird okay. thing where my mind went. I don't know why. No. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you you bring up what we do in the shadows. Uh, that is not too far off. That's like uh, three episodes away. So uh, mm -hmm. we will get to that. Oh, so we're doing that one next, and then, and then we'll hit Lisa Footloose. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody in the United States that hasn't seen Footloose. I mean, that is like a a staple. But what I'm yeah. going to suggest with Footloose when we watch that one is, I think we we watch the original and then we also watch the remake, so we have a a, a comparison to it because. I, I don't know if I can pick apart Footloose. I mean, too much. There's just no. It's a perfect. Movie. There's no guns in it. I mean, what am I gonna do? <laughs> you can talk about the fight scenes. The couple that's of true, fight that's scenes. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. There, the the cool. acrobatic scene in that in the yep. uh, the 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 grain silo or whatever it is. Actually, the... you know what I'm gonna be able to talk about? White people dancing. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna uh, say. <laughs> We'll need to have a moment. We'll need to have a moment of silence for Chris Penn. We will absolutely need to do that. Yeah. I mean, but you know, but one, of the, white... one of the best. I mean, and and also, uh, what's her name? Carrie Wash? Not Carrie Washington. Uh, 
What's her, what's her name from Sex and the City is in that? Oh. I don't know. I, I've never the watched lead, that. Main... Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carrie. The lead is, is, is yeah. Sarah the Jessica. lead is. Sarah is, Jessica Parker. Oh, is that, uh, isn't that one of those three named women? Uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Parker. Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker. Parker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. But yeah, no. As a white person who can dance, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some I'm gonna have some issues. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, I want to I want to I want to throw one thing back um, to to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It Do sounds it. like you want to wrap it up, Noah. But I want to throw one thing back to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, a lot of the hotel scenes and the restaurant the restaurant scene where it's all yellow. Okay. Um, they were filmed at the Standard Hotel in West Hollywood. Um, we, for, um, Kelly's, I'll say her last major birthday. I don't want to divulge anything, but her last <laughs> major birthday, um, it's, it's an anniversary of her 19th. Yes. One of the anniversaries of her 19th birthday. Um, we stayed at that hotel. Oh, nice. And, uh, it was a really cool restaurant and it was great because there's that scene where they're by the pool. It's kind of orange with the white chairs and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to that, think of what. Is that what, the one? Was that the one? Was that also in Crank Two? Because that really looked like the one. I haven't seen Crank Two. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Crank One. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. You I know. Now that. it's on my list. Tell I'll write it down. Down. But, you um, it down. But you have a list so long. You should see my list. My list is <laughs> massive. Just like my Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Had to have the Val Kilmer reference. Anyway, uh, but uh, it's it's I I didn't realize because I remember I was we're we're we want to go back to that hotel for Kelly's next major birthday, which is in a month, um, and we want to uh, we were going to stay there. It's closed. It's because uh, it's uh, it's, uh, it's no longer it's no longer a hotel. Um, but, uh, it was, it was just like, it, it was really cool to see, like, it's always cool to me to see places you've been or you've lived in or like, you know, just like San Francisco to see that kind of stuff, or even to see, um, you know, like this hotel or, um, some kind of wonderful, I just found out was filmed at this project I'm working on in Long Beach. So it's like, um, it's, it's it's always cool to see that. And, you know, it's, it's like when these scenes pop up. So anyway, it's, it's unfortunate that that hotel is closed because it's a super cool hotel. I would absolutely say if you guys were in West Hollywood or in LA to, to go check it out. Cause it's like, right. it's just super cool, but it's across the street from the Chateau Marmont, which is another great hotel. So go check that out too. <laughs> right. Uh, one of the things I forgot to bring up is uh, I don't, I, I, Val Kilmer in this was was killer and and I want oh, yeah. always he's always been one of my favorites and, and it's funny because I you know you talked about Val Kilmer and people have so many different like what what was the best Val Kilmer credit for you and uh, for me it's it's very funny it's actually his first movie mm-hmm. Top Secret Top Secret oh, like, yep. yeah <laughs> I freaking love that movie so much I watched that I. I had so many rental credits on that movie at ah. the local rental place. It was they—they they almost like you know what you should own this by now because you've paid that much times mm-hmm. on on renting it. Huh. Uh, it just was one of those funny things. And so like I know everybody talks about Top Gun because he was Iceman and stuff, which was was great. But 
I always, which isn't even in IMDb. Yeah, real genius. That's not yeah. Real Genius is classic. He's great in Real Genius, but yes. Top Gun and Real Genius are not even in his top four IMDb so, credits. Well, The Doors, That's probably, not, sure. The Doors. That, so The I Doors, The Saint, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Ooh, and The Salt the and Sea. Not, the Saint was not good. No. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, well, I was going to say The Doors was the other one. So Top Secret and The Doors. The Doors was right after I got out of high school and, and when I started to get into rock and roll. And I watched that, I don't know how many times, but he fucking nailed that so much that I, I, I went back and listened to so much old rock and roll after that movie. It was just like, he, did, he nailed that so perfectly. But yeah, it's just funny how, you know, with, with him being in Top Gun, with the movie it is, and everybody knows Top Gun. I mean, you say Top Gun, and everybody knows exactly what we're talking about. But, yeah, when you talk about Val Kilmer, you're like, wait, but he was in this, and this, <laughs> and this, and this. And uh, this was one of his last roles, too, before he really had his, his downturn. You know, he had uh, throat cancer, which really mm-hmm. uh, affected him. You know, and, you know, a lot of people give him shit about putting on so much weight and become, you know, a lot of people call him Fat Kilmer now and all this stuff like that. Wow, man. Um, but um, from what I understand is is a lot of it had to do with his throat cancer that it, it created a lot of his weight gain and stuff like that. So He, he put I, on some I, weight for the movie uh, Alexander previous to this, and he ac- actually lost 50 pounds just for had this to role. Lose. Yeah. You know, you, uh, know, you know, Harrison Ford was actually the one that they tried to get for this role. Uh, the production studio was willing to pay a lot more to the budget, uh, but Harrison Ford turned it down, so... Well, so was oh, wow. uh, Johnny Knoxville. Was well, that was be... yeah for for the for the Harry wow. role. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville for Harry and Could you imagine? Harrison Ford. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> no. Right. You look at it's it's crazy. I'm looking at I'm looking at the IMDb for Val Kilmer. You look at his first ten movies. Like there's some classics in here. Yeah. Yeah. Top Secret, followed by an after-school special. We'll just let that one slide. <laughs> Real Genius, Top Gun, yep. two TV series, Willow. Willow, Willow right. Billy yeah. the Kid, The Doors, True Romance. I mean, he's been in... Oh, yeah, True Romance. Two, but Tombstone? I mean, come on, Doc oh, Holliday? Yeah. Doc Holliday, right? yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that wasn't on the Matt top Martigan. four of, of IMDb. I agree with you, Steve. To me, well, and if that... you listen, and Noah, Noah, you probably know from listening to All Fantasy Everything. Right. I got two things. I, I forget what the line is, but there's a line that Sean Sean always quotes. Yeah. On that. Exactly. Sean Jordan. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. I, I'm surprised because, I mean, that is one of the top, like, ten memes in the world, like, is I'll be your Huckleberry. And I, how that's not in his top, top ten, you know, top four movies, I, I'm surprised because beyond anything, that is, he is... He is freaking Doc Holliday, you know, yeah. above yeah. Iceman, above anything else. I think, you know, it's another one. But yeah, I just I I love Val Kilmer. I think he's he was so good and everything. And I, I love the fact that I mean, I know uh, Steve might remember this. We went and saw uh, Jane Simon Jane Bob, Simon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jane Bob reboot and they had him playing Blunt Man. Blunt Man and it's yeah. perfect. Because he can't really talk anymore because of his throat cancer. He has a he has a very hard time. And they gave him a role where he didn't talk. And it's it's perfect and it's just like kudos. Chef Kiss, all of it. It's 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 just one of those it's like it That's pays just so nice. much like yeah. Yeah. It, it it just was awesome and, and uh you know, I, I've 
I've always liked Val Kilmer. He just recently had a uh, documentary come out that was about his life, uh, like self uh, footage that he he made. I don't know if you're looking at IMDb or something. I I read some really good things about it, but uh, I I don't have a title because I don't have, but I don't have my IMDb up, unfortunately. (laughs) So I I don't know if you guys know this too. He was also the voice of Kit in Knight Rider. No. Yes. Uncredited, Mm -hmm. obviously. No, no. Which, which version well, of is Knight uncredited? Rider? Wait, which was version? Was two thousand eight to two thousand nine? Okay, not oh. the original. Which was I was going to say that was William Daniels. William Daniels was originally, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, how cool is that? I mean, who? Yeah. Like, if you had a yeah. choice to be Kit or or uh, uh, <laughs> I can't think of the character's name of the guy, I would rather be Kit personally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd rather be the car. Uh, so I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, sure and maybe yeah right exactly i mean you just you phone it in like it's probably it's probably over it's probably over the phone it's not even recorded it's just talking to someone on the phone uh i just think that's great uh val kilmer i, I mean he did such a good job in this um, yeah. yeah great great selection um cindy this is this yes, is awesome thank you uh i can't good. wait for yeah. our, our our next spouse selection which is going to be uh what we do in the shadows uh that'll be three weeks from now it's, we got a couple can i ask this is yeah, it the series it. or the movie yeah. series the series okay. there's a movie right yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a movie but you don't have to watch the movie to to get the series it's pretty self-explanatory okay and <laughs> there it's it's, it's 10 episodes but they're short but they're short <laughs> they're, they're like you know they're like 23 minutes oh. so yeah you can just barrel through them right. and you'll want to and you'll want to they're hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so uh what we have next week is uh we're back with our mcu chronological we are back into a movie we're we're hitting dr strange oh uh, thank a god movie right thank no god. we're we're about to, we're almost there we're almost to the like six movies in a row like the yep. the crescendo of it all like the the big big bang of it so uh we're getting real close uh after that uh we're gonna do there will be blood uh we're gonna bring on at least uh one of our friends from uh turtle soup which will be uh, a lot of fun uh we always have fun with uh ryan i'm not sure if eric's coming or not but uh we definitely have ryan from uh turtle soup podcast uh so that'll be fun and then we'll be back with uh what we do in the shadows so uh that'll be our third in our our spouse episodes followed by uh we got a lot of stuff we're we're, we're really set up uh we got book of boba fett showing up we got marvel's runaway season two speak, speak of speaking of book of boba fett you see they just dropped the obi-wan kenobi trailer today for it's being released on may 25th which i think was this was the day that star wars was relief, re, released back in back in the 77 so i so, so 45 years yeah. <laughs> maybe little known fact, maybe maybe widely known fact, I don't know. It's and maybe I'm getting this wrong because I'm getting old, but um Nina and Andrew, did you did you you didn't meet at Return of the Jedi? But yes. that was in, like in line at Return of the Jedi. Did you meet there? I'm trying to remember that. It's it's not the one that stuck. Yeah, we didn't start dating after that, but that was the first time we met each yeah, other. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's the very first time you met was in the line. Because I do remember you guys meeting in line, and then we sat together, and 
the movie reel broke twice and whatever and all that kind of stuff i mean it's just like maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's burned into my psyche yeah the yeah. the movie breaking is more important to me than maybe the two of you meeting, which I'm glad oh. you know. But, but there, was, there were people running up the aisle to the. I remember that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This was opening that's... night. <laughs> oh, opening night, we my mom got us out of school early. Let us get out of school. Oh, that's early. a cool we ass mom. Line, waited in line to watch Return of the Jedi, because mostly because I I told her I'm not going to miss opening day because um, this for Empire. For Empire Strikes Back, we had a school trip the next day, oh. and somebody ruined it at the school trip for me. And I said, I'm never oh. missing an opening day of a movie again in my entire life. I couldn't get opening day <laughs> tickets for Return of the Jedi. We it, They were sold out. My brother got them, and I was really pissed off because I was the Star Wars fan. We got out of... I, yeah, we I got, had to wait till Saturday to see it, but I remember the, being in yeah. line and getting getting seats. We got out of I, school at like noon, I think it was. <laughs> I mean, Nina, you might remember. I mean, you're yes. much older than I am, but you might you might remember. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was it was we got a month since yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> throwing shots. We got out of school Clearly at like I'm noon. ready for uh, the old folks home. And I remember we were like in line right next to Andrew, like just he randomly, was, right? He was was you were right behind us, or uh, I was right in front of him. You were right, you were right in front behind, behind right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Please yeah. tell me you were and like then, dressed up like because no, that people weren't doing that then. But that would yeah. have been cool, like to be the yeah. first. Yeah, but. Um, the friend that I went with, Lisa, she and Andrew went to, uh, they went to the same church. Lisa Kerr, right? Lisa Kerr. Yeah. 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 So. Is she so a listener? Then, no. <laughs> she should. No. Yeah. We have three <laughs> listeners. honorable mention. Seven of them are on the podcast. <laughs> but, but then a couple years, then a couple years later, a friend of Andrew's, uh, set us up. And it was, it was only after we'd had a couple of dates. It's like, wait a minute, we have met before. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, yeah. Besides that, we also have uh, Spider Man coming up. We're we're gonna hit that, which is which is gonna be awesome. Um, yeah. This is one of the first times we've actually had a a, a set of things already set out for uh, quite a while, which is for really more than nice. one week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think, I think next, a... next month they put the Batman on HBO Max. I think after forty five. Oh really? Movies. So it might be. I... Oh man, I can't. Uh, I don't know if I can. Wait. I kind of want to go see it already again. It I, was. I that do too. Damn was it good? good? No, it's... no, it wasn't good. But I want to go see it again. Yes, it was good. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's very dark. I was comparing it to Seven, the, the David. I. I'm gonna go out on a limb wow. and say this is probably right now my top Batman. Wow. Better than Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that's a I, statement. I, I, out of all the all of the Batman movies, and I'm I won't include uh, uh, animated because there's there's oh, some differences. Dude. We saw I, that. Well, in I haven't the seen all of them, so. <laughs> but all right. out of all you of saw the Mask of the Phantasm in the theater. Yeah. Huh? All of the 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 Batman movies, I think this is probably one of the best uh, storytelling Batman. This clo closest to the comic books, uh, very much a. Um, if you've ever played like uh, the 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 video games, the um, Arkham Asylum and stuff like that, it really has a feel of that where it's you. It's one of the first time he gets to be an actual detective. 
No, we'll try. You you get the feeling, and it's it's a young Batman where he's he's not all polished off and and everything's perfect. It's it's really really damn good. Um, it is a little long. It's three hours long. So uh, yeah, uh, pee before you go in for sure. Um, <laughs> but don't turn. There's left. a website actually. There's a website yeah. um, where you oh, can when go, you can and go find pee. Out where you need to go pee in a movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually checked it out before Endgame, so I could make sure I didn't. <laughs> I did. Uh, what they say it was like a Hulk scene, wasn't it? I believe it something. Was yeah, it was. It was. I do remember I think that it was the restaurant scene. I think it I, was. It might yeah. have been the restaurant scene. Yeah, with Smart Hulk's that, first appearance. I do that, remember, because I think I was like, oh, Hulk's saying, go pee, go pee, go pee. Because I, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> but no, it is, it is a very good Batman. I see them making another one. Um, it's that damn good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, we will nice. probably cover that soon. Um, like I said, next week we've got uh, Doctor Strange. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Nice that we, uh, we get another movie. And it, it's, it's a, a pretty good Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to have some stuff to say about it, too. But Agreed. anyways, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, good stuff. Thanks, everybody, for coming on. I, I, I like these these spouse episodes because it's kind of fun to get a, a new take on things. Um, it's really fun to get uh, people's idea of of what is great movies and what they enjoy watching. Um, I'm yeah. looking forward to the next one for sure because it's it's one that I – I've been told to watch before by my father. We started to watch, and I haven't yet, so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Oh, next um, week? No, no, just when we get to the spouses. That's three weeks away. Oh, gotcha, um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to the next one, and 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 you know I'm looking forward to having and uh, Ryan back for for sure for uh, there will be blood. It's always fun to have new blood on the on the podcast. Yeah, you know, maybe we we'll get us uh, one more listener. You know, we'll get up to six or something like that. You know, one of these days. <laughs> yeah, I actually there do will know be more than that who listen. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we've actually been growing a little bit over time. Where uh, I would say a year ago we were sitting around fifteen downloads solid. We're up to about thirty total. Nice. Sometimes it, sometimes it takes a couple weeks to get all the way up to thirty, but that's about our average for most episodes right now. Uh, Big okay. Beer hit about thirty-five just recently, I believe. So that was kind of fun. What um, did? With, our, our big beer episode, which is, oh, is, nice. is a totally offshoot one, but it was kind of fun. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're slowly growing. Once again, uh, for some reason, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxies 1 and 2 uh, gets downloaded about three times a week. So we're somewhere in the 150 downloads on that one alone. Wow. <laughs> I don't know wow. why, but someone keeps listening to it like there's mu- there must just be one person that really loves oh, what yeah. we say in that episode <laughs> yeah. so or or someone has it on their uh uh every time i start my computer download this again and uh <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> that's what it is. well just on that note download rate and review everybody yeah I mean, there you go you gotta, <laughs> you gotta download rate and review to keep everything going <laughs> tell your friends subscribe button i was gonna say tell yeah. go Go on wherever you get your podcasts and, and do a review and tell oh, for sure. You know, just tell people all about it. Yeah. Right, it'd be awesome. I, 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 if you're still here, you're you're a solid listener, and I, I really appreciate <laughs> yes. it. Uh, I, I hope that 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 we've given you some kind of fun uh, conversations about these. Like I said, uh, I enjoy what we do because we don't do like a lot where they just. Oh, and then they did this, and then they did this. We we talk like about the scene themes. by scene analysis. Yeah, I, 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 oh my god, I I get on those episodes and I'm like, fuck, I hate this yep. shit. <laughs> uh, so uh, I I enjoy that's a what director's we do. commentary. That's not a yeah, podcast. right. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we, someone 
we've made a cocktail that you've uh, made and enjoyed. <laughs> we, so. we do have a tendency of sometimes doing the Lord of the Rings and having it end like 17 times. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, I, I, I'm not sure if, uh, <laughs> if you guys have uh, gone back and listened to the ending of the uh, Big Beer episode, but it is now one of the funniest things I've heard in years. It was when my daughter tried to end the episode... And then we all did end it, and we gave them uh, the uh, Hail Caesars. And then she goes, what is that? And it's just one of these classic things. <laughs> I played it for her like three times and just laughed and laughed and laughed. It is so Well, funny. you know what? What Steve has to do is extract that yeah, and make exactly. that the sign well, I, oh, well, Noah you has to, to suck extract that out. And Noah has to extract have, it because he, he recorded this one. He recorded this one. We yeah. did this yeah. all. I, I might do live. So, so take that out, give it to Steve, and instead of like the outro being a song, <laughs> it'll be like for the song, be like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And with that, thank you, Cindy, for picking so this movie. Uh, Great movie, so Cindy. Thank you. Great movie. Thank you. Yeah, Good time. Very enjoyable. You enjoyed it. <laughs> and we're gonna sign off before my wife falls asleep. And with that, hail Caesar's. <laughs> hail Caesar's. Hail Caesar's. Hail Caesar's.